Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. Competition. Competition. It is a good thing when you look at the world of competition. I think it makes us all better, whether it's in my job or your job, or maybe you're a person that sells real estate. You got a prime real estate agent comes in, and uh, that particular real estate agent is doing better than you are, or maybe you feel a threat. Competition is a good thing. We have taught a lot of players over the course of time that competition is a negative thing. Last night, in the final hour of the program, we were talking about Austin Mack, right? 6'6", big quarterback coming into the University of Alabama and a guy that was highly thought of the year prior. He's been in the college ranks for one year. And obviously, he's not going to start in front of Michael Penix, uh, the great quarterback for UW. And Austin Mack decides that he's going to put his name in the transfer portal a few days ago, I think about four days ago. And then last night, he made it official that he was going to be coming to the University of Alabama. And one of the comments that we talked about is which quarterback would be able to hit that transfer portal because you begin to look at this quarterback room. It had became a little bit crowded, right? And who knows? And this morning, we found out very quickly with Pete Thamel reporting that Julian Sayan, the five-star out of Carlsbad, California, says, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. What would it? What did it take to get uh, Julian saying to Tuscaloosa? Do you get to refund that money, or you get to bring the receipt back and say, "Hey, by the way, I paid you for this, and now you're here for four weeks, and we're going to take our portion back." I don't know exactly how all these collectives work, but uh, maybe it's a monthly thing that they say, "Okay, we're going to give you this," and then at the you know month by month month by month, you divide that up. I don't know exactly how all that works, but uh, when you look at Julian saying says uh, thanks but no thanks, when you back up a couple of minutes and you look at Austin Mack, uh, there's a lot of people that have had some strong opinions around Austin Mack. And we're going to talk with Dave Mahler coming up at 4 o'clock. I don't think you're going to want to miss that uh, because he he had some strong opinions when you look at Austin Mack. And I know Brock Hubert also said very similar, talked about the big arm. And at this point, all you want is may the best guy do it. If it's Jalen Milrow that is established here in Tuscaloosa, then it's Jalen Milrow, right? If he's the guy and if he can continue to hold on this, but this is a new coaching staff. And it's not just quarterback. It's probably in a lot of different positions that they now have their guy, right? And so if you're Julian saying, you're going, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I went to Alabama. I wanted to transfer or I wanted to come in Alabama as a you know true freshman. Then I'm going to be the guy. Well, that coaching staff leaves. And now what happens? They go out and get off some Mac. Now, was all this in works? Probably so. Probably so. Kalen DeBoer probably saw this. And when you look at Austin Mack bringing him in, and I think when you look at the evaluation, you know, Julian's saying that's why you look at the NFL. They miss on a lot of positions, but quarterback is above all. You spend a lot of money evaluating that quarterback spot. If you think about Austin Mack and you think about Julian saying, highly thought of, highly thought of, but he's been in the system for a year when you look at Austin Mack. So Kalen DeBoer looks at Austin Mack and says, hey, we know what this guy can do. We know what this guy can do. Everything we think Julian saying could do, but until you, you know, get that big college hit, but until you read a college defense, do we really know? And what will this mean for that quarterback room? Certainly, 
Jalen Milrose out front, but can the other quarterbacks run him down? Does this clean slate that everybody starts with, does that give them the hand, or is it truly equal? Uh, you know what you've got in Jalen Milrow. Not No doubt he can improve as a quarterback, but how will all this work its way out? Pull up a seat, grab a bag of popcorn, maybe a half-and-half half tea, and sit here, and let's talk about it for the next couple of uh, weeks and months because spring training, can you imagine the interest around spring football in Tuscaloosa? You know, and I'm expecting... When you look back at what happened in 2007, Alabama fans maybe a little bit rejuvenated, trying to find a way to get this energy off the program. Nick Saban talked about how important it will be, and something tells me that 15 spring practices, and I don't know when Kalen DeBoer will start that spring practice. Nick Saban always started it Friday prior, the Friday prior to spring break because he wanted to get that last message. It never really made sense from media logistical side of things because we got practice started and then we had a five six seven day period of nothing and then it all kind of got started back so we'll talk about it we'll talk about how it impacts and we'll talk about where alabama goes from here also this coaching staff continues to add to it another piece of the puzzle look at the quality and this is the area that i continue to go back to when i think about nick saban and trust me I've chased a lot of rumblings around head coaches, excuse me, not head coaches, but assistant coaches that Nick Saban was going to bring in. And some of them, not very impressive. Not very impressive. When you look at some of the coaching staff. And some of them, thankfully, did not work out, that they never made their way in Tuscaloosa. But when you look at this previous coaching staff, you know, we talk a lot about the talent level here. And sometimes maybe I say it, and it, it may come out that it sounds like I'm taking a shot at the roster, this was Nick Saban's weakest football team as a whole. You had talent there, no doubt, but you had a weak coaching staff. And we could go through this list, and you could go, this guy? No. I mean, you look at Coleman Hutzler, who went to Mississippi State. I was on a couple of days ago in the Magnolia State, and they were asking me, what do I expect? I said, well, he may be a better defensive coordinator, but he was not a very good outside linebackers coach. And when you look at South and Surrey, we're – retiring uh, or moving off the field. Now he's back on the field. When you think about Coleman Hutzler, that was one of those that never really made sense because Coleman Hutzler couldn't coach a bit. And when you look through this coaching staff, they were not where they needed to be. They were not where they needed to be. When you look at Kalen DeBoer and the coaching staff that he's putting together, it's eye-opening. It's eye-opening. Top to bottom, 1 through 11. Head coach through the 10th assistant coaches adds up to 11. This staff will be better than what Nick Saban put on the field the last couple of years. It all kind of makes sense. We always heard rumblings that Nick Saban was pleading with Pete Golding to stay. And some of the names that was tossed around here, no wonder he was pleading with him to stay. So now Kalen DeBoer has built this roster up. We're going to react to it. Got a big show lined up for you. Mike Farrell is going to join us at 3.30. Going to talk about the recruiting weekend. Because when you look at Ryan Williams going to be coming to Tuscaloosa, we'll talk more about that with Mike Farrell, National Director of Recruiting for, what, 35, 40 years. We'll talk about what Kalen DeBoer will be able to do on the recruiting front because many of you have concerns. We'll ask Mike Farrell about that. Then we'll go out to talk with Dave Mahler, and we'll talk more about, you know, because really they're kind of going through the same thing Alabama's going through. They're, they're kind of going through the same. As we sit here and celebrate Austin Mack, the UW fans are going, man. Lost another one. Arizona people, 
We lost another one. So we'll ask him when he looks at his reaction from what's happening there at UW and what's happening here in Tuscaloosa, maybe we can uh, have a little correlation here. We'll talk about it coming up as we move on. It is a Brian Harden Construction free-for-all Friday. Brian Harden Construction ASME certification, I-beam installation, fabrication. If you're building from the ground up, Let's build something together. It's Brian Harden Construction, and we're always looking for people to become a part of our winning team, whether you're a structural welder, pipe fitter, pipe welder. It is bhardencontst.com. Let's build something together every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. What does a free-for-all Friday mean? Well, we kick our feet up on the desk, we let our hair back a little bit, and we go on some rants. You know, Noah, I want to go on a rant. I want to go on a rant. Do it. Can I go on a rant? Is it okay if I go on a rant? Uh, sure. You can go on the I mean, it's I'll, let you, I'll let but you But this it. has absolutely nothing to do with college football. Oh, well. It doesn't uh, have anything to do with college basketball. Oh, gosh. It has to Ryan. do with Tuscaloosa drivers. Oh, okay. All right. Can go I, ahead. Can I just make a, a mental note real quick? Yeah, yeah, If you're in the, like, you know, the like, let's say you got four lanes. You got two on one side, two on the other. Okay? And a guy's pulling out of a restaurant on the side of the road, and there's a guy that's in the middle, who has the right-of-way? So if you're in the median and you're yeah. turning, yeah. who has the right-of-way? And someone's coming your way? Yeah, but no, no. no. I mean, you got somebody at, at a restaurant coming oh, like, out, of, out of the side oh. of the road, not on the main road. Who has the right-of-way? I'll answer the question. It's the guy in the median. Yeah, I think so. It, it's the guy that's in that point of traffic, right? Just want to put that out there. Just Maybe it's an education lesson. Maybe that's a... <laughs> these people drive and i'm going man did you guys take any driver's education i mean did you guys take any driver's education and i don't know if it's all these northerners up there from uh you know that are here in, in tuscaloosa i don't know if it's these uh new jersey uh tags if it's illinois tags i, I don't know but it's uh Man, Tuscaloosa, we are home of the worst drivers in the entire world. I'd put us up. Listen, I'd put our national titles up against anybody because we are at the top, but I'd also put the bad drivers up there against anybody, too. I just, true, true. I mean, it, it is a true statement. So that's my free-for-all. Now I feel better. I feel like I can go through the weekend stress-free. I mean, I feel good now. See, I got that Woo! off my chest. Now I can have a stress-free weekend. Yeah, this is therapy right You know, here. and I, I need to have a good weekend because two weekends ago I was I was sick with the uh, <clears throat> FLU. I don't want to say it out loud. California? I, yeah, that California. Bug. That liberalism disease. Oh, I, I gosh, got it. it got to you. It got me, man. Ooh. I mean, I got me a Joe Biden shirt. I mean, it was just, I mean. It, it, it dyed your hair? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this he's man, got piercings now. I know it in my nose. I got me a bull ring. Got me one of them bull rings, yeah. and uh, I got me a a couple of uh, tattoos. Yeah, I got those two. But I mean, those, those are just. I mean, I don't really know if that puts me in that category. But I mean, yeah, I got me a. Uh, I think it's the whole the whole package. Yeah, I mean, it just I mean, it makes me feel better. So uh, that was two weekends ago, and then last weekend I had a lot of busy things. Right, we had the. Introduction press conference to Kaylin DeBoer on Saturday and then uh, had to make it up to North Alabama for a family uh, gathering that was uh, sad, but it was uh, one of those that uh, we all have to do on on Sunday. So this weekend, um, I'm just going to sit back and relax a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out and enjoy the great outdoors. Uh, I'm going to freeze my butt off tomorrow, but uh, 
I'm going to get out and see if I can chase the uh, the big one. We got a final couple of weekends here. We'll have some fun. We're going to have set back today, and we're going to we're going to set back and have some great time here on a free for all Friday. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tuscaloosa Toyota dot com thirty three twenty five Skyland Boulevard and online at Tuscaloosa Toyota dot com. Noah, what was the three o'clock song that we're playing in honor of Kalen DeBoer? What was it? Any way you want it? That's right. Any way you want it by Journey. Okay. Do we want to put that in front of like the committee? You know, the committee of callers? Yeah. I mean, because Journey has a lot of good songs. That's true. That's true. And if Journey, we don't know his favorite song. We just know that that's his favorite band. And we mm-hmm. kicked old Nick Saban to the curb. Bow. Get him out of Get here. Get out of here. Get out of here, coach. I mean, I know you won six national titles. Get out of here, coach. So, we, I mean, that was the official transition. It was... Not when they were changing the office, not when they were moving all this around. When we took mm-hmm. Nick Saban's favorite mm-hmm. song at the three o'clock hour and said, Coach, thanks, but we got to make this transition. That's what made it real. And we put Kalen DeBoer's number one band at the three o'clock hour. Uh-huh. And by the way, I was, I was, I love Darius Rucker. Uh, and I know the guys, Miller's Edge, they love him as well. I know they dedicate an entire Thursday, right, to Darius Rucker. That's what they play. I'm a Darius Rucker fan. Huge, huge. But I got sick of it because of that 3 o'clock song because I had prefer Queen, We Are the Champions. I mean, that's Alabama's theme song. Yeah. And so now we get a chance to plug in another 3 o'clock song. So, you know, it's got to be a Journey song, but, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we could, like, split it up a little bit. I mean, you know, there's some some good— There's a lot of Journey songs. I mean, we need the callers to tell us what we should do. I mean, what— I mean, that's a free-for-all Friday topic. So we're going to have some fun. Julian's saying— we appreciate you. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Bill O'Brien, do we do we wish him nothing but the best too? Because he's now going to Ohio State. Do we wish Bill O'Brien? So he can go have, he can go hang out with Julian. You know, I'm not saying this in a no. I'm not going to say it because the minute I say it, I'll just forget it. Never mind. I was going to say, um, never mind. I'm just, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I, I was going to say something about uh, you know because Jalen Milrow called out Bill O'Brien out in yeah. Out in uh, L.A. when he said, uh, you know, the quarterback didn't, or excuse me, his offense coordinator didn't, didn't believe in him and, mm. and, and all that. So I guess that's probably a good thing because when Jalen Milrow goes to the NFL, he didn't have to worry about Bill O'Brien. He's at Ohio State or, you know, terms of Ohio State being. But Ohio State, on behalf of all of us in Tuscaloosa, we're glad that you have him and he, we're glad he's no longer here. B.O.B., we hope you enjoy your time in Columbus. We wish you nothing but the absolute best, and we mean that from the bottom of our heart. But we're we're glad that Ryan Grubb is going to be a part of our offense's side of the football. Tommy Reese, we thank you for your time. We appreciate you. Enjoy the money that you'll be paid on your contract. Have fun. Thanks, but no thanks. I like Tommy Reese. I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're trying to grow at the quarterback spot and your offensive line was as bad as that one was. There's only so many things you can do. We can blame a lot on Tommy Reese. But that That's free, low-hanging fruit is low-hanging fruit. You sure about that? I am. Yes, I am. We'll, do, we'll talk about it right here. Brent Beard coming up, Mike Farrell at 3.30, Dave Mahler at 4, and we'll talk about the loss of Austin Mack. Alabama's game, their loss. We'll talk about it coming up 4 o'clock. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Tide Sports. Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
A hard freeze warning goes into effect tonight for all of West Alabama, while a wind chill advisory is in effect for Lamar, Fayette, and Walker counties. Both expire tomorrow. This week's freezing weather has left several communities of West Alabama dealing with water issues. A boil water notice in effect for the Bibb County community of Randolph. There have also been water issues in Oakman and Walker County, Demopolis and Marengo County, and Uniontown in Perry County. In women's basketball, LSU defeated Alabama 78-58 at Coleman last night. The Tide now 15-5 on the year. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. DreamlandBBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Braun arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out curbside pickup delivery are now available. It is dreamlandbbq.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with a low at 15. Tomorrow is sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. There we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. It's free-for-all Friday. The NFL coming up this weekend. We've got D'Amico Ryans of the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens without Marlon Humphrey. Uh, Baltimore's the uh, the favorite here, nine and a half. You got the Packers and the 49ers. Man, that just hurts for me to say that. The Packers, uh, they took down my Dallas Cowboys. That's okay, that's okay. San Fran's probably going to win it anyway. Uh, that is a game tomorrow. Buccaneers and the Lions, the Chiefs and the Bills. Where do you be a great place to relax and recharge? How about R&R Cigars? R&R Cigars. Reagan and Randy Starner, 1,000 cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor that you will find. R&R Cigars. R&R Cigars. Relax and recharge. Right now, we're going to Brent Beard. It is First Coast News, Jacksonville, Florida. He's a Heisman voter. He's an SEC college football analyst. Brent Beard, it was a busy Friday last week. It's another busy here today. I hope all is well. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Yep, uh, always glad to uh, glad to be on with you. We are um, a little warmer than uh, you are, obviously, but uh, it's getting cold again tomorrow. But 
put some Alabama basketball on tomorrow afternoon, so that'll be good. But uh, man, trying to uh, it, it, it has been uh, uh, difficult to keep up with this portal and uh, who's going where, Ryan. So. Uh, well, we're all doing the best we can do right now. Well, and, and we want to talk about a lot of different things. I know we talked about Saban's retirement. We talked about Kalen DeBoer last Friday with you. But I, I want to go back to the press conference for just a couple of minutes. Brent, you analyzed college football a different way. I'd love to hear what you thought about the press conference from last Saturday. I thought he did fine. Um, I mean, he was emotional talking about his team and and leaving there. Uh, no doubt was difficult for him, um, but he gave acknowledgement to Nick Saban of what he has done to the university and how well that um, uh, the university has done over the over the years. I mean, he he said basically all the right things. I, I don't I don't worry anymore about. Um, coaches winning the press conference um, because that really doesn't matter in the long run. I mean, it's fine in the short term. Um, and he did find the other night with uh, during the Missouri basketball game when he was introduced, a shame they didn't have more people there because of the weather. Uh, but uh, look, I'm, and I'm sure he's swimming upstream to a degree, but uh, frankly, and I'll stand by this. I, I'm, I really think he is going to do a good job, and maybe a really good job, um, at Alabama. And, and I look, I, w- I would argue right now that this staff that he has put together is maybe the best staff in Tuscaloosa we've seen since um, Nick Saban's uh, first few years. Uh, and maybe even similar to um, uh, the staff that Gene Stallings had with with uh, Brother Oliver and that crew. Well, when you look at this coaching staff, when you get two setting head coaches, and I understand there yes. are smaller programs, yes. Buffalo and USA, South Alabama. We used to call it USA. I'm still USA, but University yeah. of South Alabama, regardless of what, what they want to be called. But when you when you think about Buffalo and a head coach at South Alabama, to be able to walk away with the head coaching and not just be a coordinator, but also be a position yeah. coach. Guys, right, that's, uh, right. you know, with, with Kane uh, Womack. I, I, and I, I say this name, it looks like Womack, uh, Womack, but it's not. It's, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I looked it up on the pronunciation sheet yesterday. Womack, Womack is the way you say yes, it. So yes, Kane Womack. Yes. Uh, so when you look at him and then when you look at linguist uh, there, uh, everybody calls him Mo in the business. When you look at a recruiting, that's pretty good. And then last night he adds to it with a co-defensive coordinator from University of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is well thought of? Look, the, the thing with the staff that you see over and over again are football people who are lauding and applauding the staff. And that tells you something um, about what he has been able to piece together. Now, yes, they've got to recruit in the SEC. We understand that. But one of the things that Bama has been really needing is some player development. And uh, Ryan, I think it's going to be incredible to see what um, this offense is going to look like 
and how productive it's going to be. Now, will it be productive at, at Alabama in his first year as it was Washington and after multiple years? Maybe not, but uh, there is a, uh, I think there's a plan and there's a system there uh, that, that he's got that that could be very successful in modern-day football. We had talked about this portal, and you react to the big players. Caleb Downs, to me, is the biggest loss. When you look at Isaiah yeah. Bond, he's replaceable. Caden Proctor, replaceable. Caleb Downs has led the team in tackles. That's a big loss. There'll be others when you look at the transfer portal. But try to convince me that Alabama's not going to be able to get their players because when this portal opens back up, and you may see it with Jim Harbaugh yeah. going – uh, to the NFL, then whoever replaces him, you got a couple of different coaching staffs that leave and depart, and then whoever replaces them. So you may have that portal, but Alabama's going to be able to get their share of talent. A am I wrong about this? Yes. No, no, you're not. Um, uh, it is. Uh, that, that, that's going to happen. Now, we saw last year where there were just probably uh, – well, last year the better players were available uh, in the winter portal. Uh, and you didn't have that much selection in the spring. Um, and maybe this year that might be different. Uh, but I, oh, I think um, uh, they would be very active uh, in that spring portal. Now, look, what's happened in Alabama has been made nationwide news. And it should because it shows a real weakness in the portal. Um, I, I mean, look, that that is ludicrous that you can have a system to where uh, people can uh, pick from your roster and uh, it, you have no opportunity to get any of your own players. Uh, that Ryan, that's going to be changed, and, and the sooner the better uh, with, with that situation. And we're going to see the same thing again. Uh, that, that, that is true. If Jim Harbaugh leaves and goes to the NFL, the same thing's going to happen to Michigan. Well, Brandon, someone proposed this to me, okay? And I don't want to I don't want to say this in a in a roundabout way, but cuz I want to make sure that I give this person credit, but I also want to back up just for a couple of minutes, Brandon. I want to ask you this question. Could this be a possible fix because many of these things are done in quote players rights, right? The Miami yeah. tight end, 9 yeah. years right. of eligibility. That yeah. was done in the name of players rights, okay? If yeah. we're truly looking yeah. after players, here is a scenario. What if if you take a player out of the portal and you bring a player in, then that opens up your portal for a 7-day window. Because think about it. If you're a coach out here and you go out here and you've got five defensive backs and you go take nine more in the portal, shouldn't those players have a right to leave? Yeah. So if, yeah. if, if you well, go to the portal yeah. and you add somebody in the portal, then open up your window. And I think mm -hmm. you would stop some of the tampering that's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. you would be able yeah. to say, okay, and I know that, but what's fair for the athlete, right? Because that's what we're doing all this for. And the name mm -hmm. of players' mm -hmm. rights, we want to make sure. And if you're stacking your roster with position players that you already have, it's only fair. Open up that window. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm throwing yeah, out a well, hypothesis that may or may not be true, but it's fair. Well, it is, and it's worth looking at uh, at this point, too. See, the problem is, uh, is college football and society in general usually goes to the extremes. When we say we're going to help the player, well, what we've done is now 
is we have been over backwards uh, to, uh, I think, put 17, 18, 19-year-olds in a position where uh, they never should have been in the first place. They don't, they really don't have the maturity uh, overall to deal with this kind of money and and, and to uh, – uh, look at the game the way they do, and, and look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be the, the the old man yelling at the clouds here, but and I and I know I mentioned this before. Uh, frankly, if 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 the NCAA had instituted a rule five to ten years ago that capped what the players get at about I don't know ten, fifteen, twenty five thousand dollars each, uh, well, we'd be in a lot better situation than we are now. Uh, when we've got players who are demanding um, six, seven figures, and and they're not ready for that, then they haven't earned it. And and really forgetting what we're doing with uh, the cost of the scholarship and things of that nature. Look, I I agree that players that players need more, but the problem is when well, we've opened this up to the point where uh, it it is it is become a problem because. People want to, let's be honest, people want to cheat and they take it to extremes. Um, so I, I think need, I think a lot of stuff like that, Ryan, needs to be on the table uh, and, open, and open that up in fairness for the, the other team who's just being pummeled in these situations. Well, and they'll probably change it, and, and we can rename this the Alabama rule because Alabama's been eye-opening yeah, when you look probably. at the amount of talent. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be unique to fun. Brent, um when you look at this recruiting class, whoever's here, can you imagine this spring football when you look at 15 days? And what we've heard from different people is how Kalen DeBoer is more open with practice coverage. And and, and I know what the fans out there say. Oh, come on. You guys, the media is the conduit to deliver the message That's behind exactly the scenes. Right. So when you are, yes. when, yeah. when we're allowed to go to practice – uh, now, who knows? They, they may get him down here in Alabama, and they'll beat the nicest uh, out of him in just a couple of minutes. I mean, I, the Alabama has a way of doing that around here. Um, yeah. They can. Yeah. So, but, but just think about this spring and how much interest is going to be around Alabama football. Be unbelievable. It may almost be un, it may it may almost go back to Nick Saban's first spring. Frankly, and, and look. I'm, I'm, I think they made a tremendous choice. I, I think he could be a, a very successful in Alabama. Look, they didn't, uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to be disparaging here necessarily, but they didn't hire Mike Dubose, uh, and they didn't hire some of the other coaches that uh, that, that we knew that they didn't, wasn't going to work. That this guy is a proven commodity. You play, at, look, I, I don't care what uh, who you've recruited. If you're in the national championship game, you're in there for a reason. Uh, and that that should speak highly uh, of what's going on. And look, I, I, I get the angst uh, with the Julian Singh situation, but it's obvious this staff. I mean, this is it in a nutshell um, that, that they were aware and, and that and they like this Mac kid better, uh, and and that's who they well, want to go. Think with. about but, it. I mean, Brent, they've had a chance for one year to evaluate Austin Mac. To be able to see sure. how he can handle sure. a quarterback room, how he can handle right. a college defense, how he can handle the yeah. pressure of being at a college campus. The unknown is Julian saying maybe more talented with a ceiling, but 
but they know about Austin Mack. They know what he's capable of, yeah, and they, they took him for a reason. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I agree with that. And, and uh, now I understand they did try uh, to recruit saying uh, that there's probably some of that we don't know. And look, that, that again, as usual, there's probably a lot of this that we'll never know or may not may not know for uh, quite some time. But but they made a uh, they made a very uh, I think wise decision in trying to fill that gap. It, it's a shame. I get the excitement uh, for Alabama fans for saying and everything they've they've seen on on tape and so forth. But the reality is. Uh, also, I have to remember the, that he never played a down at Alabama. Uh, and, and look, look, Ryan, you and I both know, uh, man, who knows, in two or three years, uh, saying may decide, you know, that was a pretty good place to begin with. I'm coming back. So uh, it, at this point, we just don't know. But this is one of those things. You, at some point, you've got to trust your coaching staff that, that, that they know what they're doing and they've seen the guy. And this is what's happened here. Brent Beard, always appreciate you for being a part of our uh, show. Second helping, Travis Ryer, Brent Beard out of Jacksonville, Florida. First Coast News, ABC, NBC News affiliate. He's a Heisman voter. He's a college football analyst. Brent, I appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. Looking forward to the basketball game more than that. this one and then Wednesday night. Two high-profile games for the Crimson Tide. Should be a good week. We'll recap it next week, Brent. Thank you, man. Thank you, bud. Right back to you. Let's react to a lot of different things. Man, there's a lot of stuff on the table, whether it's Julian saying departing, whether it's Austin Mack coming in, whether it's Kalen DeBoer's defensive staff being assembled of what's next. We'll react to it. We'll take your phone calls on a free-for-all Friday presented by Brian Harden Construction. We'll take those phone calls. We look up at the call board. Paul and Lincoln first up. Greg second up. Tom, we're going to get to you, Dale, and many others. Free for All Friday, sponsored by Brian Harden Construction Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627, sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms, Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Com. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Ooh, 
Let's take some phone calls. We'd love for you to jump in. 205-342-9904. We'll talk to Mike Farrell at 3.30. Dave Mahler is going to join us at 4 o'clock. We're going to talk about Austin Mack from a UW perspective and a lot more. We're going to take your phone calls. What's on your mind on a free-for-all Friday? I've already got one ran off my chest. I've got another one out there that I'm going to be saving uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Let's go to Paul in Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. You're in the game. Ryan, another day, another meltdown, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But I listen, you have to look at it from a coaching staff perspective. This coaching staff, they know Austin Mack. They didn't recruit Julian Sayan. Julian Sayan was a Nick Saban guy. And quarterbacks are he different was. than a lot of other positions. Um, you know, I like Ryan, Julian Sayan. Go ahead. It's, a, it's about the optics of all this. The optics are, are terrible. They are. We, we great, point. great point. Yeah, great point. Great point. I mean, really, it's it, and to me, I think that's the that's the thing we may be missing. Listen, we we knew when Coach Saban retired there was going to be attrition on the roster. I don't think, at least I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be to this to this magnitude. No, I didn't either. I did not either. At all. I mean, we when we walked off the field in in Pasadena. Looking towards this coming up, this coming season, I think most most people, most analysts, whatever you want to call them, fans, would have thought, you know, we've got a, a top three roster coming back to start the twenty four season, and I, I really believe that. Um, but Ryan, it's been pillaged uh, like I've and and and, and like I said. We, We've been insulated from this for for 17 years. Uh, we've had attrition with the roster um, every year, uh, even with, when Coach Saban was there. But nothing, nothing to this level. And uh, I guess it it could be it should have been expected, maybe. Uh, but like I just said, it's it's nothing like I thought we would we would lose. I... And we, we basically we've lost a. We've lost a whole recruiting class. Okay. So let me ask uh, you, and this is going to be the question I'm going to ask, not just you. I'm going to ask, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, Deontay Lawson, just reconfirm that, hey, I'm, roll with us or get rolled over. I like this, Deontay Lawson. Thank you. Thank you. Because uh, I think he's a guy that you can build a defense around when you look at Deontay Lawson. And these guys uh, that are staying here, these are Foxo guys. The, these are the guys that you want in yeah. your Foxo. But in, in what's happened in the last seven days, does this – tarnish any of what you thought of Kalen DeBoer? Or do you just think that uh, – does it hurt you any at all in your mind? Well, I, I actually think we're going to be I, – I, I don't think most of this could have been avoided. Now, I mean, these guys, it's obvious. They didn't come to play for the script A. They came to play for Coach Saban. I mean, they pretty much said as much, you know. Um, but I, I'm not faulting Kalen DeVore whatsoever. I mean, um, I think we're going to be, a, as, a, as a whole, especially on offense, a, a better coaching staff. I've said that, um, you know, all this week. Uh, but to me, Ryan, it's just the optics. I mean, Alabama now is the punching bag. Um, you know, I know you're not a movie buff, but uh, I sent you a gift, uh today and that that was from rocky four 
when when Ivan Dragal is is fighting Apollo Creed, and and Rocky and 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 the trainer are sitting over there in the corner, and Drago, Drago is just beating <laughs> Apollo Creed to a pulp, and Rocky's got the towel. And the trainer's saying, throw the damn towel, throw the damn towel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's kind of the way I'm, I'm looking at it right now. You know, where is the bottom uh, with all this? I know I've, I've heard it maybe next week, but it, it's going to ramp back up after spring. Hopefully we can, we can be the ones that uh, get some folks pointed our way. And did you see uh, Brendan Marcello earlier? He put up a tweet and said it was one quote from a staffer. It said, Alabama's going to get their turn. They're right. going to get their exactly. turn. And could you imagine the nervous? Because, okay, let's say they're not able to get a five-star from here. Okay? Then they go down to a four-star. Could you, Because they put out feelers, right? They put out feelers. Hey, we need this. We need this. We went through spring. We need this. We need this. We need this. We need this. This is, and you right. now something that's not been around here in quite a while. There's probably some play-in time, quicker you know, play-in time. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we, know, we all know Julian Sayan was the centerpiece of this 24 class. He was. I mean, this was – He was the blue chip. I mean, we, he was absolutely the centerpiece of it. And um, I'm, I'm kind of bummed some to, 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 to not to really get to see him wear that crimson jersey. Um, and, and, and we'll never know what – I'm sure we – Eventually, I'll probably know what really happened with this situation. But, yeah, here, here's here's the quote uh, from Brandon Marcello. Here it is. It said, uh, in my reporting, I was surprised at just how many coaches empathized with Alabama's portal exodus after Nick Saban's retirement. He said, but remember, Alabama can strike back when the portal opens on April the 16th. And this is a quote from one head coach. Quote, we will be screwed, end quote, one head coach. So, yes, right now, Alabama fans, you got to kind of take the punch, Right. You take the punch, and it hurts, as you said. Paul, it, these uppercuts, they come in tough, man. But yeah, Alabama yeah, will rise do. again. And, and, and again, like I said, I, I, I think the optics are, are, are bad. Our rivals are feasting uh, with our perceived demise uh, post-Coach Saban. Uh, and the Alabama so haters, a, not just the rivals, but yeah. these Alabama haters, it, that, the Danny Canales of the world. The T-Bob yeah, A-Bears. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, they're loving, having their they're moment loving. right now. I mean, I saw the, Danny out the, there tweeting about it. Yeah, Danny, yeah, exactly. Danny, the wicked. Danny you, you may lose your head coach. I mean, it's not a hard stretch. Uh, well, that's, that's still, that remains to be seen, exactly. But, you know, they're, they're, they're saying the wicked witch is dead. The nightmare is over with. Um, you know, it's... Um, but it's it's, uh, it's fascinating times right now to be an Alabama fan. We we've had it, we've had the absolute uh, pinnacle of, of success here the last seventeen years, and and now we kind of get um, we kind of get gut punched, and uh, we'll just see how uh, we'll see how we roll, man. Paul, you got anything else you want to get off your chest? Because I mean, I went off on bad drivers in Tuscaloosa. You got anything you want to just? Well, I, I mean, anything? Because I, yes, I want to make sure Alabama fans have a stress-free weekend. That is my community service. You got anything you just want to go on a rant on? Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, not only is this an important year 
of the University of Alabama. This is an election year, and it's, it's never too early to start looking towards next November. Okay. And I'm being completely, absolutely serious. It's never too early to look forward to next November, this coming November. Um, and uh, we've got to get that clown that uh, that's, in, that's occupying the White House now and that entire administration, they have got to go. They have got to go. And and the patriots of this of this station, these callers, um, we we cannot rest on our laurels. We have got to produce. We've got to get out there because this is you hear it every election. You do. You, you've heard it. This is the most important election in our lifetime. I'm telling you, this one is it. Amen. That's my rant. <laughs> there we go. Paul, you, you did it, and I agree with you. It is. And uh, hopefully uh, we can uh, find some folks that were the low IQ folks. Maybe we can get their IQ up a little bit better. Maybe they can make wiser decisions. Education is not a bad thing. And uh, let, let me know if you want me to send you the stock market news for any of those out there, doubters, uh, the naysayers, because uh, yeah. all yeah. this punishment that we've yeah. been suffering for the last three or four years, this is on you. So not you, Paul, but, but those who check out ballot box uh, there. So. I know exactly what you're talking so about. If you want more people on the side of the road will work for food, uh, keep doing your thing there, folks. Because you you're, you created yep. this. When you walk by and you see somebody lose their house or their car or their family, uh, the work for food sign, uh, that guilty conscience is on you. Not you, but you. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. <laughs> uh, All right, brother. Have a great weekend, Ryan. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, man. Uh, we'll continue with more of the game. It is a free-for-all Friday sponsored by Broadheart Construction. I want to remind you about the wharf. It is cold weather arrival, and we're going to get even colder. Insulated boots, waterproof boots. If you're out uh, working out in the outside, uh, maybe you're a contractor. Maybe you're somebody out there that, you know, like Brian Hard Construction, you got to have the quality boots, the work boots to match that hard work. You can find that at the wharf. Go over and see my friends Mark and Lee. They've been open since 1976, a longstanding tradition. Carhartt clothing, Wrangler, Levi, Lee, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. It is conveniently located right there on McFarland Boulevard. Open until 6 p.m. Also, they'll be open tomorrow as well, 6 p.m. Go see my friends Mark and Lee. Tell them the game sent you. It is the Wharf since 1976, the work in Western headquarters for the entire family. We're coming back. We're taking more of your phone calls. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Jim Store's Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Our 
equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. The longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. away from Alabama Crimson Tide football against Western Kentucky. 226 days brought to you by Alabama Credit Union, alabamacu.com. Checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle, alabamacu.com. Let's go to Tommy Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, man? I'm great. How are y'all? I'm good. You got a free-for-all Friday rant for me? Come on. Come on, Tommy. Yeah. You got something that bothers you? Yeah. Deep down inside, it's just a rumbling in your belly. What is it? It's about how they're going to control this out-of-control jumping ship. Everybody's loving that Alabama is losing their team. But if uh, Harbaugh leaves, oh, we already got a plan. We're going to promote up. I'm not even in the LSU coach might be looking towards the NFL. And I'm like, huh. Oh, they'll promote up. I'm like, but still, they get, like, like Paul said, April 16th will be here before you know it. Judgment Day might come back to bite some people. But I heard some of people call in on the show talking about, yeah, Nick we need to give them kids some cars and all this and all like that. It's funny. We can all laugh. This is out of control, Ron. What's going to happen five years down the road? You give an 18-year-old kid a Mercedes. I'm going to say something, and it's going to hurt me to say this. I don't want to bring his name up. I don't want another Henry Rugg situation that a 20-year-old, 22-year-old guy driving 153 miles per hour from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa hit somebody and kill a family of four in a minivan. Being drunk. Who's going to be responsible for that? All that NIL money he's going to get? Oh, no, he's going to get sued. Are they going to sue the university student for that? Are they going to sue the people who gave him cars? Who's going to be liable? What are they going to draw the line to this stupid stupidity? I'm sick of tying here about, oh, we are entitled. I have, I have a gift. Yes, you do. You know what? The NCAA doing and these other schools, and they're all doing. they treating the young men as porno stars. Porno stars? and heavy and a flash. Then two porno years later. Porno stars? Yes, they gone. You don't ever hear from them again. 
they found from the side on the hump of the the heat of life. And they have nothing. There's no do a sad story on them like, well, I was all American receiver. I was a five star. Blah, blah, blah. I had this. I had this. What happened? Life is not fair. Like Tim Tebow used to say. I just can't get the porn star image out of my head. Well, I mean, you know, how, how long do they last? Okay, not very long. I don't. I mean, have you ever been with a porn star, Tommy? What? You said they didn't last very Fowler, long. You freak. Well, career-wise, you don't hear no more after two or three years. You like them play more than a month. When you get a year old, you're a hag. Okay. You understand? Okay, so they don't they don't last very girl. you were talking about not lasting very long in a different term. I got yes. you. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. Porn a professional stars. life. They are not prepared. Fowler, you freak. Fowler, you freak. Hey, we're well, gonna feature that. I mean, I'm bringing them Yeah, that's how I look at it. I mean, let's be realistic. Have you ever heard anything good ever happen to a porn star? They commit suicide. I don't know any porn stars, Tommy. Well, you, I know, but you, you, you don't You sound nothing. like you much. You got a different specialty in oh, this no, group. Oh no, I watched something one night about. Oh, true, true. No, we <laughs> make fun of you helping to free down all. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's I watch some of these playmates now that have come out and talking about you helping them. Yummy. That man should be pushed. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> that was Noah. That wouldn't be Tommy. What? You couldn't hear it. He did yummy. He did yummy. Well. I mean, our, our shows went to H-E-L-L in like well, the first 50 the minutes is, of the show. I mean, is this, I mean plus that son of a gun said no when Alabama needed him to know. <laughs> you know what I he's mean, playing, don't you? He's playing that I talked about Glenn Schumann. I don't want Glenn Schumann even. I, I, I hope we take his diploma back from him. Well, I mean, it just, we're supposed to be helping these young people, young we are. men. We're not. We throw them the heat. Well, you well how, do you, how do you like my hypothesis, Tommy? If you take a player in the portal, your portal opens up for five days. It's only fair, right? In the name of well, yeah, athlete I mean, rights. No sure. Mean, you take a quarterback, I mean, then your quarterbacks have a chance to the put their name I in the portal. When Henry Ruggs was here at Alabama, he had some guidance. Everybody say Nick Saban was a control freak. When he got to the NFL, he got money. Nobody, I guess, taught him how to manage money, like Tim Tebow said. It's easy to make a buck, but it's hard to keep a buck, learn to invest them. If I was young, these young kids, I'm going to tell you what you would do. If I'm going to get all this money, I'm not going to get a sports agent. I'm going to get me a tax and financial lawyer to look after me for 30 years. But no, it's a nice new car. And driving down the road at 150 miles per hour, look at me, look at me with all the nice looking girls until you hit that uh, minivan with four people and killed them. Then you're in prison. And you lose all your benefits. You lose the thing, but nobody don't look at it that way. And then what we're doing, five or seven years from now, you're going to hear a story. You're going to hear 60 minutes. You're going to hear all this. Well, the point of what good as they promised us is I left so-and-so, I didn't get picked up. I had to walk on. I had to get a real job like real people. I wasn't special no more. All right, but let me ask you this question, because as you're sitting here talking about this, okay, 
We talk about team chemistry, okay? Yeah. Team chemistry. Caleb Downs is going to get Chris Hummer, according to we talked with him, he thought he would get over a million bucks, okay? You bring Caleb Downs into a roster, whether it's Ohio State or whether it's Georgia, whomever, okay? And those players in that locker room know that Caleb Downs, who has not been there, gets a million bucks. How about the jealousy component in that locker Envy room? and jealousy. So that's what I said. Open up the portal. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you I take a guy, you open well, it up for seven days. All right, let me tell you this. All right. Name the five professional football that spend more money on players and haven't won the Super Bowl. And uh, you listen to the University of Texas, Ohio State, how much money they have spent and other schools. They don't have 20 or 30 national championships hanging sure. on the wall. Sound like it, though, but I mean, no, it's going to be envy. It's going to be jealousy. And you know what? I'm not sure I blame him. Well, no. Because. No. I'm sitting there blocking for the quarterback, him, the running back, wide receiver, getting all the glory. <coughs> and yeah. the cheap man won't take us out to eat once a week. And, you know, and, and if, it's a, if it's a part of your roster and he earns that way there, then I think that's different. But if you're yeah. going out nickel and diamond, you're going out shopping. I'm just saying, you, you you could have another crisis on your hands. Tommy, be good to yourself, man. Roll Tide. I'm sorry I brought the point in, but I just feel like they are using these. No, I mean, man. it just lets us know where your heart is, Tommy. Well, I mean, they just use them. Who I is mean. your favorite? Uh, never mind. Never mind. I was going to ask you. I don't have one. I mean, I just Dollar, saw you're this free. You're free. I mean, I just saw this thing about these former playmates talking about how Playboy ruined their life. And, you know, and that industry and stuff of it, you never hear nothing good. You hear about them committing suicide. And, like, I don't know who it was. So I saw was a porn star. She died at the age of 22. She hung herself up. I'm like, so this is our legacy? Yeah. We're not trying to help these people to become better citizens? No. Sure. It's not about education. It's all about the almighty Benjamin. Well, there we go. Thanks, Tommy. Somewhere. I got to run, man. I, I'm up against this break, man. I appreciate you as always. Tommy Romulus will continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Does anybody want to get nasty? WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Byer. Breaking news in the NFL as multiple reports say the Las Vegas Raiders are set to finalize a deal that would make Antonio Pierce the team's full-time head coach. Pierce had been the interim head coach since taking over on Halloween night following the firing of Josh McDaniels. Again, news just in. Antonio Pierce set to become the full-time head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. The Athletic reported earlier today that Bill Belichick is the number one choice of the Falcons to be their head coach. He has a second interview scheduled with the team over the weekend. The Buffalo Bills will be without wide receiver Gabe Davis against the Chiefs on Sunday. Ravens tonight and Mark Andrews not likely to play tomorrow against the Texans as he tries to return from a leg injury. The Houston Astros and closer Josh Hader have agreed on a five-year deal worth a reported $95 million. ESPN the first with it. 
did is the deal has no deferrals and a no trade clause. The Cardinals are signing veteran Matt Carpenter to a one-year Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with the low at 15. Tomorrow is sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Feel it. Listen to it. This is the music. I mean, if Kaylin DeBoer likes this group, uh, this is good. This is good stuff. I mean, this is this is the money that uh, you bought tickets and you feel like you got a real good show. Like this new stuff, take it back. Take it back to Walmart. I, you, you don't even have to show them the receipt. Just get a gift card, okay? Just take it back. All of it. Box it up. Throw it back. We're playing a uh, little music here that Kaylin DeBoer, he, his favorite band's Journey. We've learned that. We'll try to learn more. Never know. I mean, he... Let's go phone calls. Dale. Dale Moundville on a free-for-all Friday sponsored by Brian Hard Construction. Hope all does well, man. What do you think? Man, there ain't nothing better than that song. No! I mean, Dale, no. you can feel it when he sings it, man. Man, yeah. That's I mean, what this... me and Jumbo grew up with. I mean, that, that, was the, that was the heyday of music, man. You ain't lying, man. It brings back memories. I mean, I'm jealous. Not jealous. I mean, the, some of these young people should be jealous of the music that we had. That's why he's so relaxed, I believe, probably. He seems so relaxed. Who, Kalen DeBoer? Yeah, yeah, he does. Don't he do you? He don't seem stressed out or nothing, or no matter what's going on. And I don't blame him. I'm, I think he's got a plan. I think it's, it's going to work. And the more you've talked about him, the more excited I've been about him, and I don't care who we lose. I think, you know, I think we're going to bounce back. And, you know, I, I think we're going to get a chance to get to know him on a different level. Um, right. Saban had his way. We almost had to learn how the sausage was made behind the scenes, right? Yeah, you, you got to be licking your chops knowing that y'all can go to practice, man. I well, mean, now, hold on now. Whoa, 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 Dale, these are just my friends out in Seattle telling me the way that it was out there you know if i oh. haven't if i have any knowledge about alabama i mean you know we'll, we'll probably send him through butthole training and uh he'll, he'll be uh 
you know, he, he'll be uh, he'll be a butthole. Uh, I'm, I'm just joking. I, I hope we'll allow him to be who he is. But uh, we have a way of taking people, nice people, and turning them into to rude monsters around here. We, you know, that would tell me something, though, about him. That, that would tell me that he's not got the kind of influence that Nick Saban did when he came in there. I mean, he's got oh, to he would get, Oh, you're saying that if, if he didn't get his way. But, yeah, the, the folks yeah. out in Seattle were telling me, like, you know, his coordinators talked, his assistant coaches spoke, which tells me that, uh, you know, Nick Saban wanted one message coming out. But also Nick Saban had coaches around here all the time. Fair enough? I mean, we were, like, floating them in, like, boom, 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 boom. Um, he should be able to have his way, though, man. I mean, you know, he should have full control. If he's got full control, then he's – Got it open to you and the rest of them. Well, and and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we got to get to spring football first. But, you know, if he keeps the coordinators. uh, And I will say this. We got accustomed to the way that Coach Saban did it. And there was nothing wrong with the way that Coach Saban did it. It was just his way. But I will tell you, prior to to Nick Saban, Mike Shula was a guy that would allow different people to talk. Uh, He also allowed people to go to practice. And you could – because, matter of fact, we did the media availability with Mike Shula out on the field. They didn't go to the press room and do, like, the press conference and all that. It was just a media availability out on the field. And then Coach Fran, same thing. Uh, Coach Fran did it out on the field, I think, too, as well. But, I mean, you, you could go to practice the entire time. I mean, they didn't, you know, kick you out after three minutes worth of stretching. So, uh, you know, he's probably not going to open it up during fall. Pro- He'll open it up during fall camp, but he probably won't open it up during the season, which is pretty typical. But yeah. keeping it closed, who knows? I mean, but it'll be – it's just different. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just different. It's uh, – Yeah. And we'll all have well, to adjust. I mean, I think fans are going to have to adjust. I mean, I think the way that he does things is uh, – Well, Brian, you know, uh, I got sources, right? Oh, yeah. No, at. no, I know you do. I know you do. Don't don't tell everybody because you – but you got some good stuff. You got some good information. Right. Well – uh, I'm, I'm hearing that Julian Sayan and his father were already decided on going into the portal before they got this quarterback from Washington. Oh, maybe that's, that's why they, I, maybe that's why they took the quarterback. I think so. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it based on what I'm hearing. Now. Well, let me, let me say this about Julian Sayan, okay? We got a chance to get to know him. I have a lot of respect for him. He came on the radio. He was very polite. He answered a lot of great questions. He got us all fired up. I met him out in California, and I'll tell this story here uh, for just a couple of seconds. I was at Target, which is right there beside the team hotel, and I'm in the electronics department, and I walked in, and Julian Sayan is getting some headphones. And I thought, is that Julian Sayan? The more I watched him, I was like, I think that's Julian Sayan. I was sitting here talking with another Alabama person and uh i said hey are you julian saying he said yeah i am i said hey i'm ryan i do the radio show in tuscaloosa that you've been on like three or four times and so one of the things that he responded to and he said hey man pretty cool and you know we just talked for literally a couple of minutes julian saying is going to need a a year if not longer in the strength conditioning program I noticed that, too, when he stood he up was, beside those players. Yeah, when he stood up beside those players, he looked like a high school kid, which he is, right? He's an early enrollee. But he needs he, – he was nowhere near going to play 
in 2024. Now, what does that tell you? Because they had to go out and get a player, Austin Mack. Um, is he going to be ready in 2024? Do he they looks like Cam Newton, man. Way he's built. Well, <laughs> and did you see what Brock Heward said last night about him? Yeah, I heard. I heard some of it. Yeah. Not all of it. Well, Brock Heward put up on a post. And he said, yet another gut punch to the development of young, talented players. Austin lights up a room, and at 6'6 plus, his presence and his arm are unique characteristics. I can promise you that all the SEC scribes and Bama social sites will marvel at Mac's set of physical traits. Cam Newton light with a better delivery. Yeah. You know, he's been in the college program for a year. One year. Yeah. That he's ahead of Julian saying, and Julian saying, you know, probably walked in and said, uh, "Hey, who's this Dylan Lonergan cat?" <laughs> I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know he was here. You guys didn't tell me about him, because my understanding is during practice, if you walked out there and you had no clue who the quarterback was, based on the way they throw the football, that Dylan Lonergan's got the best ball. Yeah, and I've heard Robert it's not Brooks even close. Yeah, Robert from Brookwood said that. But it's not a beauty contest. It's not a beauty contest. A beauty contest, not what wins it. So, Robert said he was afraid of competition. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's it's easy to judge, but it's. I don't know if he's afraid of competition, but uh, you know, when he got here, he probably went whoa, and. uh, Maybe his father was afraid of of now. Does anybody know if Julian saying? was recruited to Washington at all? Like, did he take an official visit at, at UW at all? Hmm. I need to go look that up, see if he was even offered by these guys. Hey, Ryan, I got one more bone to pick on free-for-all Friday. Yeah, let, you no, got no, no. If you, you want to let it rip, let it rip, man. I'm going to let it rip. Let and it rip. I, you know, I, I, I mean, love all your callers. Love them. Okay. But Pat, when I hung up the other day talking about and He's Isaiah next, so Ball, you got to be careful now. Yeah, I love I love Pat. I love him. I love his calls. I love to hear what he's got to say about recruiting and all that good stuff. But he said I was bad mouthing Isaiah Bond and uh, and the tight end. You know, Amari Mari Knobloch. Well, I can. I was just well, you know, I was just stating their stats and showing that it's not like Alabama can't replace that kind of uh, production. That's all I was saying. I, I by no means these kids have got all the right in the world to go and follow the cash, follow the money, because that's what they're doing. I don't care what nobody says, at least the majority of them. They got all the right to do that, and I'm not bad-mouthing them at all. I'm just saying I, I think Coach Moore is going to do the job. He's going he's to fix this and, you know, uh, fix a lot of it. I mean, it, a lot of it can't be fixed, except with just good coaching and good developing and having time with the player. You know, the wide receivers, I mean, when you look at Isaiah Bond, who's a solid wide receiver? Is he a guy that was even in the conversation with Jalen Waddle? Or, I mean, I'm not putting Devontae Smith because he's up there by himself. But, I mean, was he Amari a Cooper? I didn't think so. No. no. I mean, he I mean, made. I stopped bad them. They're good no, players. No, They're no, good no. Players. But, but compared to what Alabama's had around here, Isaiah Bond is a is a solid wide receiver. Solid, right? Yeah, solid. That's good. Good description. One more thing before I go. 
I'm looking forward to the ball game coming up with Auburn. I know we may get beat by Tennessee. I don't know, maybe win, may lose, whatever. But uh, I'm going to the ball game against Auburn. I hope maybe Jumbo can go with me. But we're really, go- I'm really looking forward to that, and I hope everybody can come to Coleman Coliseum and and back the Tide because they are playing a lot better. And I just love Coach uh, Oates and. Tied, well, currently 4-0 in the SEC yeah. with wins over Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Mississippi State, and the Missouri Tigers on this past Tuesday. So we've got a couple of days, uh, well, one extra day of rest, uh, and then you got Tennessee, uh, number we need six. All, we need all we can there, man. We need all we can to be there. 630. Be loud. 630. Right. Thank you. Oh, it's 630. Is that Wednesday? Yeah, next Wednesday, 630. Wednesday night. Yes, sir. Everybody be there, man. Roll tight. Thank you, Dale. We appreciate that. Uh, let's continue with more phone calls coming up. We're going to go to Mike, uh, Mike Farrell. Uh, we'll take Pat on the other side. We'll let Pat uh, be the first caller on the other side. Robert and Mobile, Mike Farrell coming up 30 minutes after the hour. T-Town Todd, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Todd Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Alabamians should prepare for another Arctic blast. A hard freeze warning and wind chill advisories in place for portions of Alabama. Find out all the information by logging on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And also another Alabama football player has entered the transfer portal. Keep up to date by tapping our free Tuscaloosa Thread app. And Tuscaloosa's Harrison Construction Company is kicking off 2024 with four new faces on their leadership team. Find out who they are now at TuscaloosaThread.com. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Yeah, yeah, we're- Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with the low at 15. Tomorrow, a sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Alabama fans up a little bit. See, like when you're listening to this song and you take an uppercut, it's okay. Like you can listen to this song and take an uppercut and you'll be okay. You can take a right hand. All these dog fans out here taking their little right hand. Your day's coming. You got to come to our place in September. Fourth game of the season. What if we beat old Kirby Freeze? I mean, smart. What if, what if we take down the dogs? And this streak continues, beating these guys. I don't know if they'll be able to contain themselves. Let's go to Pat Tuscaloosa. Pat, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, Pat? I'm doing wonderful, man. That, uh, I want, first off, I want to apologize. Uh, Dale, I didn't want Dale to think I was attacking him personally. I was 
uh, because you understand that some of these players that have entered the portal are still being recruited real hard by by coach, and I got to give coach a, a chance to uh, to see if he can recruit these guys back to the university. I'm not going to talk bad about anybody, especially Amari Nyblack. Amari Nyblack is a freakish athlete. Do you not agree with that? He is. And uh, so, and I'm not going to talk bad about Julian. But I'm not either. Say, say in two or three years down the road, Lane's our new coach. It may be. Hold on! Right whoa! Whoa! Pat! 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 Whoa! At, whoa! Oh, I just, I just said, uh, what if? Well, I mean, stranger things will happen because you got to understand what's fixing to happen. If and now, I so are you already off the Kalen DeBoer? Uh, no, bus? no, I'm not. It sounds yet. like I'm gonna it. Give him a shot. I'm gonna give him a shot, but I ain't gonna take ass whooping more than I'm. Oh, I said bad word, and I'm not gonna take a butt whipping any more than two years hand running. Pat, the guy's been here for not even a week, and you're already saying you've got an exit strategy here. Come on, Pat. Come on, man. Let's lay, but let's talk about what's fixing to happen. According to my buddy Drew, hey, the guy ain't leaving Michigan, but if Harbaugh leaves Michigan. And that means LSU's coach is gone. And possibly Florida State's coach is gone to LSU. That that opens up Michigan, LSU, and Florida State in order to get players. Then Coach DeBoer can show me what he's got. Yeah, because right now there's only, what, three, four schools open. You got South Alabama, Arizona, there. And Washington. And, And UW. And then. Yeah. You know, what would be a dream scenario is Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL, which uh, Drew said that there was no chance. Is that what he said? Drew said he thought that Harbaugh was going to stay another year. Okay. I talked to Drew this morning. But, I mean, he's – See, I was, I was I licking my lips. Yeah, I didn't hear but, uh, I didn't hear what he said, so it's hard for me to repeat what, okay. what he said, but I right. trust what you say he said. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but to go back here for just a couple of minutes – why would Jim Harbaugh flirt with danger? Because he goes back, but, the NCAA could pop him. I mean, we literally yeah, well, have no, a no, cheater. Go back, go back to the NFL, and the NCAA can't do nothing. Well, that, no, no, that's NFL. what I'm saying. Right. I mean, if he goes back to Michigan and goes, hey, I'm I'm going to be here, then his future and, and, could be in the hands. may pop Michigan. We don't know what they're going to do to Michigan yet. School's still on that. Michigan got their formal letter. And, uh, you know, that's what I, that's what and, I read. And also anyway. keep in mind, they, they, a lot of this punishment that they've handed out, right or wrong, right or wrong, it's always been back to the coach. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, uh, but my lips are absolutely wet thinking about the defensive line and the defensive line coach that LSU has. And, the, and defensive edge rushers, that came from Texas that LSU has. Well, now, hold on. I where, promise you. where are you going to put him at? Where am I going to put who at? Bo Davis. I ain't worried about where I'm going to put him at. I'm going to get him and then worry about where we're going to put him. Oh, and you're going to convince but him to come here because he's not going to know what position? Oh, he'll know what position he's going to coach defensive line. Alabama, Alabama fans are enamored with Bo Davis. Don't tell me they're not. You, you, you know that. Bad hey, but Bo Davis is, is he's coaching at his alma mater. That's what Drew said this morning. And I said, well, 
I said, that don't matter. But, uh, hey, all I know is, is that Bo Davis is a great defensive line coach, and he's a very good recruiter. And uh, those are two things that Coach DeBoer needs badly. As a bear. I don't know what kind of defensive line coach. I mean, I know he's got Freddie still. I mean, Freddie's a good recruiter, but and, and I don't see where Freddie's going to be able to coach linebackers, but he may be able to coach outside linebackers. I don't know. I know Freddie was a great linebacker at Alabama, and I just feel he's coaching out of position. And, and but he's becoming. I mean, we got all our defensive line, and all fairness to Freddie, did get better, did it not? It did. You know, I still but, think but when you still, look at the strength conditioning program, that's where you need to make some adjustments. Well, we can't get raw raw back. Well, uh, I don't know about that, but Ra-Ra, we, we were pretty strong when Ra-Ra was here, bless his heart. Were we not? Ra-Ra uh, who? You know who I'm talking about. Went to Georgia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Ra-Ra-Ra. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there going, Ra-Ra? <laughs> who is Ra-Ra? <laughs> I mean, because well, I'm thinking. Was, well, was, I was thinking about Rob Ross Scott. I was th- that's. I was like, man, that's that's basketball. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cochran. Sorry, I was going Rob Ross, Rob Ross, Rob Ross. Well, he was he was a Rob Ross guy. Yeah. yeah, he was. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. Well, um, and, and we but, actually have in the last couple you know, of days we've added a part of the strength conditioning staff, and we'll try to identify exactly who all these guys are. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, Pat. Anyway, have a blessed day, Ryan. Thank you for taking my call, buddy. Have a good weekend. Mike Farrell gives us an update on recruiting. We'll talk about Ryan Williams visiting Tuscaloosa this weekend, and also Dave Mahler coming up at 4 o'clock. We're going to talk about how big of a loss it is for Washington to lose Austin Mack, and we'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Coming up next on the Stingray Show. Calling all Crimson Tide football fans, I'm personally inviting you to join in on the Stingray Show Friday evening when we will be joined by former Tuscaloosa County High School fullback who took his talents to the University of Alabama from 2003 through 2006. I'm talking about the dynamic fullback LaRon McLean will join us on the Friday evening edition of the Stingray Show. Make sure you tune in. Tune in to the Stingray Show, Friday nights, 6 to 7 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contract. Contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. The game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
sweet because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. But it is Mets in our urgent care family medicine. No appointment necessary. The super doctors who live and work in our area, Mets in our urgent care dot com. Mets in our urgent care com. When you look at trying to get you back to 100%, we could do that by the weekend. If you're a little under the weather, injuries, occupational health, maybe sports physicals as we approach the, that busy part of the season. I know baseball will be starting very, very soon. And uh, all those sports physicals, it is MedCenterUrgentCare.com. MedCenterUrgentCare.com. Tuscaloosa, Northport, North River, right there on Rice Mine Road. Hoover, Fayette, Demopolis. MedCenterUrgentCare.com. It is a free-for-all Friday sponsored by Brian Hard Construction. We're going to talk with Mike Farrell coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We're also going to break it down with Dave Mahler out in Seattle, KJR, who uh, talked to us last Friday. We had a great conversation with him. We'll join us at 4 o'clock, and we'll talk about Austin Max, Julian Sayan. Austin Mack coming in, Julian Sayan departing into the portal. And, uh, Noah, we may be delayed here with Mike Farrell for just a couple of minutes uh, He's running, he's doing some recruiting stuff. Maybe he'll be able to give us some news. So we'll take phone call here and then we'll go back. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're good. We're good. How are you? Hey, um, yeah, the, uh, you know, you listen to some of the conversations around the garden, the transfer portal and the money and the NIL. <laughs> I just find it kind of interesting. <laughs> You know, it's kind of thinking, you know, what God says about the uh, guy driving the fast cars and whatnot. <laughs> uh, well, that's just one person, you know, that just, that had the accident that because um, he's driving too fast. That doesn't that has nothing to do with the car. It has everything to do with the person driving the car. So you know, and I didn't really you know, know what he was saying. I didn't know if he was talking about whether he was saying Georgia because Georgia's had some issues with some driving situations. I, I mean. Uh, Henry Ruggs was out there. Maybe he was saying that Nick Saban was helping with guidance. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, maybe I didn't follow that, but I was trying to. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, because um, you have a nice car, doesn't mean you have to drive out of control. Then it? it's every, has everything to do with the driver now, nothing to do with the car or the age of the driver. You got some forty-year-olds that uh, drive too fast and hit people too, well, constantly. So. Um, and by the way, yeah, Tuscaloosa's you know, got the craziest drivers in the world. <laughs> well, you're in California, so you may want to rethink that. <laughs> oh, so you're saying California would compete? I didn't see too many crazy folks out there. I mean, I saw a lot of. Well, they, yeah, they can hardly move since so much traffic, so maybe they uh, maybe they don't drive too crazy. Um, yeah, like you said, we're getting gutted right now, and. Um, and, uh, you know, we, our time will come also when uh, I think Harbaugh will leave, like you said. There's everything, a lot to gain and if he uh, if he leaves, and not a whole lot if he stays. He gains more, I think, if he leaves. So if that happens, like you said, the floodgate will start uh, happening. Uh, and I heard a lot of people saying, you know, the, the, the uh, no, Isaiah Bonds and, uh, and Downs and all are leaving because of Nick Saban. Well, that's a good reason. 
Nick Saban was a selling point for them coming to the school. So him not being there, it's a huge factor. So, yeah, I, you know, can't blame him for that, too. It's, well, that was one of my selling points for coming to the University of Alabama was to play with Nick Saban. That's why you get a lot of these kids from out of state to come to play at the University of Alabama, to play with the GOAT, to play with the best, to, to be under the GOAT, to be under the best. No, you, you won't expect uh, these them to have any ties or uh, to University of Alabama outside of the state. But you, that is a, a huge factor as to who your coach is going to be, and you want it to be under the tutelage of that particular coach. He's not there anymore. Yeah, I can understand that leaving on that, uh, for that reason, too. And the money, of course, if, you know, that's a factor, too, folks. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, you can, I can understand them leaving for that, for that too. The same as a lot of us would, same thing a lot of us would do. So there's no fault. Hey, no real blame. quick, this is just now breaking. Florida Gators football program is under NCAA investigation. I don't know exactly what that means, mm-hmm. but uh, that's just now releasing right there. So uh, Florida Gators football program under investigation. So uh, maybe we'll learn more about that. But, uh, hmm. Maybe get some of their players. When a they're... notice of inquiry, <laughs> which uh, inquiry. Hmm. Wow. Maybe get some of their players. But, yeah, these are all factors that when they kids away and they decide to, you know, leave, that's, you know, that's how it goes. Again, there's no right and wrong here. It's just, a, it's just one decision versus another decision. One opinion versus another opinion. Man, so and the people who like, on, on that same token, people who don't like the direction of college football going, that's their opinion. So, okay, that's, you have to respect that, too. Even if I don't agree with it, I have to respect that, too. Yeah, you don't like the direction of college football. Again, it's just one opinion versus another. And so there's no right or wrong. The God didn't decree on high. Uh, you know, you thou shalt not switch schools. So, therefore, we can't say it's in law. And there was no rules. And they're following the NCAA rules. So it's not illegal as far as the rules go. It, we like the old system because it was working so well for us. Well, guess what, folks? The rest of college football didn't like the old system because it wasn't working too well for them. How many times they got were sick and tired of watching two SEC teams compete for a national championship? Or the SEC always in the national championship. Alabama's always in or around a national championship. Yeah, we liked it because it worked well for us. But the old system didn't work for the rest of college football. A lot of folks in the rest of college football. Certainly it wasn't working for the Washingtons back in the day or the Michigans either for that matter. So, yeah, we don't like the new system, but it's opening up a lot of doors for a lot of programs now. So I guess they'll like it. But it's just something else we have to navigate. And as fans, we got to get used to, like I was saying for years, (laughs) where Nick Saban had us, it was – an illusion, you know, that's not the reality of college football. It was just, it was just a lightning in a bottle, a long light, a real long lightning rod, <laughs> and a real long bottle. <laughs> but it still was lightning in the bottle with Nick Saban. And you know, those era, those years are over. We're going back to what college football historically has been, as far as championship, who goes and who wins, and how often it happens. And it ain't every other year where we were. That was just, I mean, that was just amazing to be in the, in the championship conversation every year and going almost every other year and almost winning every other year. That's, folks, that just wasn't real. 
But now we're getting back to reality. Robert, what do you and, what do you take in? Because you're you're a guy that sees things a little different. Uh, what do you take from Austin Mack coming into Alabama from UW? Well, of course, you know, of course, he's going to get his guys coming with him. That that was to be expected. Well, no, but uh, what do you what do you see? Is this an immediate transition? Uh, is this what again? well? He's a well. He'll be a redshirt freshman, so he was a part of their system last year. Is this a guy what, what, that what, what position quarterback? Oh, okay. Wow, well, yeah. Robert, where you been? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I was mostly at work. Oh, you've been busy. Uh, wow. Yeah. So do, yeah. You, do you know that Julian Sayan has departed the program? No, I didn't know that either. Oh, my Lord. No, yeah, Robert, I mean, Robert. I mean, Julian I mean, Sayan I mean. is gone. <laughs> Julian Sayan wow. is gone. So he's bringing in a quarterback? Uh, he's bringing in a quarterback, uh, a current guy. Well, that's to be expected, too. I mean, he's not Nick Saban. He's going to have to evaluate every position. What, what would Saban do? If Nick Saban had went to Washington, what would he do? Would he be doing the same thing? Uh, evaluating every position as if, hey, I never, I, I mean, as if, I, I don't know you. I got to, I got to evaluate you, and, I, and you may not be the guy that fits my system. So yeah, it's going to hey. be open competition. But, hey. but I do. I'm sorry, Robert. Well, let's get to Mike Farrell. We've got a guest coming up right here, man. I always appreciate you, Robert. Okay. Hope you have a great day. Okay. Robert down in Mobile. We'll go to Alexander coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Right now, we go to Mike Farrell. Mike is a, is a guy that we always uh, enjoy picking his brain about, and we'll make him part of the conversation that we're having here. When you look at a longtime veteran, the godfather of recruiting, MikeFarrellSports.com. If you don't follow him on the social networks, whether it's just do a search for Mike Farrell Sports on the Facebook account or uh, the Farrell Transfer Portal. Mike, welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, thanks for having me. Sorry, I'm a little late. No, it's no, no, you're, you're no problem. No problem. Hey, let me ask you the, the, the thoughts that we were just talking about with Austin Mack coming in here and Julian saying, uh, give me your reaction for one, Austin Mack coming in from UW, but then also Julian saying departing. Well, I mean, it's not great, um, you know, but it depends on what Galen DeBoer wants for his system. He knows Austin Mack. He recruited him. He recruited Julian Sayan too. Obviously, everybody did. I mean, the kid's the number one quarterback in the country in my book. Um, I think I'm the only one who has a number one. So, you know, you're trading off, but there's a familiarity there, comfort level. Um, you got to trust in what DeBoer sees. He's been pretty good, you know, developing offensive players. Um, so if you're an Alabama fan, it's not great. You don't want to lose five-star recruits to the portal. And this portal exodus hasn't been great. But you got to trust in the process. You got to trust in the transition. And, you know, DeBoer knows what he's talking about. So this kid. I'm sure a good fit for what he wants to do. We go back to Austin Mack because you can help us understand the recruiting side of things. Was was he as talented coming out of high school? I know he's only a four star, but kind of give me the the highly sought after. Was was he a guy that everybody wanted as well? Not everybody to the level of San. You know, San had offers from everybody in the country. West Coast kid. You know, um, he was more specifically, you know, geographically recruited, but. He's a kid who makes quick decisions, gets the ball out. If you notice the thing about Michael Penix Jr., you know, when DeBoer worked with him in Indiana, but more so when he worked with him in Washington, quick decisions, quick release, get it out. Um, don't take sacks. Be a smart decision maker. Quick tempo offense like that. Um, sometimes it worked against Penix. You know, I think in the national championship game, you saw it work 
against him a little bit because the, to avoid taking a hit and avoid taking a sack, you have to get the ball out a little bit quicker. And if your timing's not on, then things aren't going to go perfectly. Um, and you can get off as a quarterback. And I think that's the, you know, the concern here with an Austin Mack is he's going to make those quick decisions, get the ball out fast. How quick can he process? And will he have those games where he really struggled? You know, because the pass rush. But Julian Sands not perfect. I mean, nobody is. You really don't know in this day and age. I mean, Sands could go to Ohio State where I think he's going to go, uh, and he could flop. I don't think he will. But it depends on how this went down. If Julian Sands said, "Listen, I came here to play for Saban. I'm leaving." That's one thing. If Devore said, "Listen, I'm bringing in Mac. Open competition. Leave if you want to." Then that's a different story. Mike, do you think that Austin Mack will play a role in the quarterback competition for this year, or do you think he's a future guy beyond 2024? No, I think he's a future guy. I mean, okay. obviously you hope to have your quarterback back. And, um, you know, this is the thing about great offensive minds. They, they work with what they have. Um, you know, Nick Saban traditionally has always been that guy. That's why it was a little bit confusing, um, you know, when Tommy Reese started – you know, this season, not utilizing no road strength. Um, you know, the guy can throw the ball down the field, and he's a good runner. He's not a great intermediate passer. He's not a great accurate quarterback in that respect. Um, and then they started to iron things out and figure that out. And I think that's what you're going to see here as well. He needs to be a better intermediate passer. That's important. Um, but I think he's the guy and Austin Mack, the future guy. Mike, when you look at Kalen DeBoer as a recruiter, what is he going to be able to do here in the South? Would you give us some projections of what you think you'll be able to accomplish here at Alabama as a recruiting standpoint? Well, it's twofold. I mean, Alabama's set up for success, um, but he's replacing a legend. So I could recruit at Alabama, but I'm not going to recruit to the level Nick Saban did. Um, there's going to be a drop-off in recruiting, and this is what's going to be the challenge for the boosters, the fan base, everybody else. How do we deal with drop-offs? Um, we're not going to go 11-1 and one every year. We're not going to go 12-0 and one every year. We're not going to win the SEC every year. We had a coach that could do that. He's uh, a unicorn. It's never going to be done again. Um, we're not going to have the number one recruiting class. I think it was eight out of nine years. Um, and we're not going to be number two every year if we don't finish number one. How are we going to respond to that? How are we going to deal with that? Are we going to be patient with it? Are we going to let the guy cook, let him do his thing, let him develop talent? Uh, they're still going to get four and five stars in Alabama. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of ties to the Southeast, but I don't think that's a concern. It's really going to come down to this. Is This doesn't come down to anything but patience. That's it. You know, Urban Meyer was replaced by Will Muschamp. Maybe that wasn't the right fit. Maybe that wasn't the right guy, but he was able to recruit well. He won. They kind of bailed on him immediately when things started going wrong. And if Alabama does that, then they're going to go in the cycle of coaching change after coaching change after coaching change. We see where Florida is with that lack of patience, they have to back this guy, whether his class has finished 8, 15, whatever, and whether he goes 10-2 and two instead of 12-0, and 0, they have to back him. Mike, let me ask you about his coaching staff that he's put together so far. Your reaction so far, and I know we don't have time to go through every single name, but just your reaction. You, you know these coaches as well as anybody. Well, the, the, the you know, T-Rob was a loss. They wanted to get him back desperately because what you need is you need guys in the Southeast that can recruit if your head coach doesn't have any ties to do that. So that was a loss. But he's bringing in guys he's familiar with. He's keeping guys that are, um, you know, established. He's got a good mix of guys that he's coached with and guys that can recruit the Southeast. That's going to be vitally important as well. 
you know, when Brian Harson came to Auburn, he didn't really do that as well as I thought he should have. Because he's fish out of water, you know, Idaho to the southeast with no tides. Uh, we're talking Washington to the southeast with no tides. So I like the staff. I like the mix of it. But we've got to also understand there's not going to be home runs. You're not going to get every five-star recruit that you want instantly. Um, again, I'm preaching patience. And I'm not sure there's going to be enough of it because Alabama fans' reaction and Booster's reaction to this exodus, you know, it's earth-shattering to them. And it's really not. This is what's to be expected when a legendary coach steps down after 17 years and you got a first coaching change in that long. Um, you just have to be patient with it all. So his staff is solid. I think they'll do a good job. I think they'll win games. I just don't know if 9-3 and three is enough in Tuscaloosa. That's the problem. They've been so spoiled. How do you go from what Nick Saban did to anything less than that without freaking out? And, and Mike, even if Nick Saban would have stayed with a 12-team playoff, the path to the national title was going to get harder, regardless if Coach Saban stayed here in Tuscaloosa. I'd already started that narrative here. I didn't get a lot of traction, but I'd already started it, uh, that it was going to be harder to do what Alabama's done with Nick Saban, even as you began this new uh, generation, new era in college football. And it's hard to lower expectations when sure. perfection has been, you know, obtained. And, and six national championships and the number one recruiting classes and all that stuff. I mean, even there were even fans on message boards when, when, you know, they didn't win it all with Bryce Young. Saying, you know, we just wasted the best quarterback in Alabama history. Bill O'Brien's horrible. Nick Saban's got to go. I mean, there's just always going to be those fans. And you just can't let them control and dictate the narrative. You have to have people that temper it. Yeah, it's going to be tougher because you have to win more games to win the national championship now. Alabama can do it. You know, Georgia is now clearly the number one program in the SEC. Despite the fact that Alabama beat them this past season, Georgia is stable. Um, they added T-Rod. They, they continue to have a, a great, great staff that's going to recruit at a number one level. Alabama needs to be number two for a little while and stay number two. They can't let Ole Miss and LSU and some of the others pass them. If that happens, then we got an issue. But if they're number two, they're going to get in the playoff every year. They're going to have an opportunity to win the championship every year. And I think that's what Alabama fans want. Mike, I'm looking at Farrell Portal right now. By the way, and I know it's your team, but these guys do an incredible job, Mike. I, I, I can't even follow all of Alabama. And, and you guys are following it's the entire one, world. It's one guy. That's one human being. Portal Jesus. That's his hashtag. He's unbelievable. He, he is amazing. And I just saw it a couple of seconds ago where you've got a, a Washington running back that now has put his name in the. So do you think these out these Washington guys, do you think that at the end of the day you may end up with three or four of those guys from UW uh, in Tuscaloosa? Yeah. So here's the thing is, like, everybody's freaking out. The portal, you know, obviously the timing of it isn't great. You know, we're past the portal window. Alabama can't technically recruit these guys unless they go – from a team that's lost their coach as well. So you got you got the Washington fallout, you got the Arizona fallout, you're going to have the Michigan fallout. <clears throat> but they got to be careful. He's going to take guys that he's familiar with, but he's also got to leave room for the spring because they're going to be a very popular destination in the spring when that portal opens. So just chill, be patient. You're going to lose some kids, I think, but you're going to be probably, you know, the hottest girl at the party in April. So just, just be patient over the next three months and see how it plays out. 
Mike, what do you think about Ryan Williams coming to town? Does Kalen DeBoer have a chance here to make up some ground with these relationships and building this relationship? Ryan Williams, the official visitor this weekend. He does. I mean, because look at the wide receivers he produced. Um, that's going to be my selling point, number one. It's like, okay, you want to go to Auburn? That offense couldn't throw the ball last year. Um, so good luck. They don't have a quarterback solution. So good luck. Um, you know, you want to come here at Alabama where we've produced all these first-rounders over the years and we had a little bit of a drop-off. But look at what I did at Washington and look at those guys. Um, so that's the selling point. It's a pretty easy one. I think he'll buy into it. I'm not saying he's going to go to Alabama, but I think it's pretty easy to repair that relationship. If this was the, you know, a, 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 a linebacker, you know, or a cornerback, it'd be a different story. But a wide receiver should be a pretty easy sell for this offense. Mike, final question. We're talking with Mike Farrell Sports right now. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, do you think he leaves the college game and goes to the NFL, in your opinion? Yeah, I think he's gone. Uh, I think, you know, he's asking, and this is rumored, I don't know if it's true or not, but he's asking for full immunity for any sort of, you know, I mean, this isn't the mafia, but that's what he's asking for. He's like, okay, they find anything out. I, I don't want to be implicated. I don't want any show cause. I don't want anything, you know. And, and Michigan may sell out and do that. You know, because he's their guy and he's won them a national championship and, you know, ethics and all that stuff can go out the window. But I don't think he wants to deal with this garbage anymore. I don't think he wants to deal with NIL and the portal and the NCAA and all this other stuff when he can go to an NFL job, which isn't cushy. But you're dealing with professionals and you're not dealing with all this other garbage. And free agency exists in the NFL, but um, it's one of those things where, I don't know, it's regulated. You have caps and times when you can do this stuff. And, you know, you don't have that in college football. So I think he's gone. So that could open up a portal right there for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And who replaces him could be another 30 days. So in other Uh, words, portal Jesus is going to be very, very busy. I hope so. It's good for business. Um, They have to change it. Something will change. You know, I've got a few ideas, but nobody listens to me. They have to change it, but right now, this is the domino effect of the portal in the 30-day window for transfer. So Michigan will benefit from it, and they'll benefit from it in April, too. Um, you're going to have a downfall. You're going to fall. You're going to fall a peg. Sorry. You got it perfect for years and years and years. It's going to be a little bit less than that, and you're going to have to deal with that and adjust to it. And if you stick with your guy, you're going to be successful. But if you do Florida, you're, you're not going to be successful. Hey, Mike, I'm going to throw it back to you, man. Promote everything that you're involved in. We know MikeFarrellSports.com, but promote everything that you're involved in and invite people to connect with you. Uh, we do have something. So with the portal, a lot of kids are stuck in there. We've got over you know, 1,500 kids stuck in the portal right now. We have a social media promotion plan for those kids that want to get their name out there and be a differentiator uh, to college coaches. You just hit me up at Sports on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got the website, MikeFarrellSports.com. Um, the Facebook page is growing quite exponentially. Mike Carroll Sports there. Uh, we got a lot of, and then high school. High school recruiting is going to be very, very limited over the next many years and maybe forever. Um, so kids need to differentiate themselves too. We have social media promotion for them as well. It's not free, but nothing in life is. Um, but right now it's more important than ever to have your face and film in front of coaches and we can do that for you. Mike Farrell, thank you so much, man, for being a part of our show. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Thank you. Mike Farrell helping us out there. We'll break here. We'll come back. Alexander in two minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
MoosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with a low at 15. Tomorrow, a sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man. Hey, Alexander. All right. No, Alexander. How about Warren, South Carolina, Myrtle Beach? Uh, Warren, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, good. Good, man. Great. Hey, um, you have the greatest guest, man, all the time, always giving us some good intel. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Hey, um, I was wondering, uh, I did hear about um, a five-star quarterback that uh, decommitted and um, is leaving Alabama. I was a little bit concerned about that, and I also found out about the uh, young man, the quarterback from Washington that's coming in. Um, I, I was kind of wondering um, – uh, you know, those two things kind of happen simultaneously, probably a day apart. I was wondering, um, was that, I wonder, was that a move by uh, Coach DeBorge? Was that something that uh, a conversation may have been had that um, that um, the five-star, you know, it, it wasn't a place for him that he was going to use this the, the young man that he was comfortable with that was coming in? And I wonder how this is going to affect Jalen Melrose going forward. I know there was going to be competition coming into uh, spring ball and then fall. How do you think it will? But I wonder how in much, your opinion. Huh? How do you think What's it will? That? How do you think it will impact yeah, I think, him? Yeah, I think it does big time. Um, and you know, I, and of course, I know uh, Jalen had a you know his challenges with throwing the intermediate passes. He throws a great long ball, but I think it's. I think. I think. Um, Man, it's going to be a huge challenge because um, I know Jalen's a, a, a great competitor, but boy, I mean, it's it, it doesn't feel real comfortable for me for him. And, and so, in, your, and, in other words, uh, your confidence in in Milrow is is doubted. Yeah, yeah, and that, and and so, I mean, so. But I have to wait for spring well, ball. Well, you know what? I, I say it like That's this, Warren. Here, here is, here's what you want. Competition makes us all better. And it'll make sure. Jalen Milrow. If Jalen Milrow's the starter in 226 yeah. days, then he earned yeah. the job. 
Yeah. So yeah. when you look at this quarterback well, room, whether it's Dylan Lonergan, oh, whether it's oh, I mean Ty, you know, I mean, whether it's Ty Simpson, it's great, whether it's Austin Mack, no, it's a pretty talented quarterback no, room. No, it it is a no. It's it's a great quarterback room, um, regardless of um, you know the young man that left. It's it's a it's you know it's it's a great quarterback room. We're, we we're not. You know, we don't have an issue with our quarterbacks at all. I don't, I don't, I don't see that, and I couldn't see why any wide receiver wouldn't want to come to Alabama and have those any of those guys throw them the ball. Um, it's just, it's just that, um, you know, just like the uh, the guy said before, he said, you know, he he kind of felt like, man, that's one that got away, um, the guy that that we were going to get, but um, you know, those things happen. But a great interview, great show as always, and um, we'll just continue to go on. Well, but, thank uh, you. Uh, appreciate it. Thank great you, Warren. as always, man. You have, have a great weekend. You do as well. Tide. You do as well. Warren, right. talking about the quarterback side of things, and uh, when you think about this quarterback competition or whether it will be a quarterback competition, yeah, you got a clean slate, but you also have an established starter. Now, does he fit with everything at Kalen DeBoer? It can... Was this all because we heard a lot of blame on Tommy Reese. A lot of people blaming Tommy Reese. Now, we're going to find out if it was Tommy Reese or if it was, hey, they were limited with what they could do based on the offensive line. We think that will improve. Listen, there's a lot of things that you can give. If you're a guy and you're wearing the Jalen Milrow and you say, listen, he's a Heisman winner, he's a guy that's going to be an All-American then you could probably make that case when you look at a center. I mean, getting the ball back to him, that's a start. All that works together. And there's really hard to do a lot of the timing stuff if you can't even get the football back to him. So you begin to kind of analyze that. Then you also think about the offensive line as a group. They're not going to have pressure. I mean, the young man really didn't even have a chance to breathe back there. Now, some of the sacks, holding the football a little bit too long, is he going to be a guy that with confidence under a – Ryan Grubb, Kalen DeBoer offense, is he going to have confidence that he's going to be able to, hey, I'm going to take this? We'll see. You go back and compare Michael Penix when he left Indiana and went to Washington, look at the quarterback that he developed into. And also the other thing that I'm going to add to Jalen Milrow, he is now a graduated player. He's now a grad student. We've watched a ton of quarterbacks take that next big step whether it's Joe Burrow down in LSU, whether it was Michael Penix out there. Look at the quarterbacks. Jalen Daniels, I believe, is a grad student. We've watched these players. Once they finish up school, then they begin to take that next step because of the academic requirements are less, more demanding, but less hours. As a grad student, you know, what is it, 12 to 15 is full-time as an undergrad? As a grad student, nine hours is full-time. Nine hours is full-time grad work. So he's not going to have to take as many classes. Now, there are longer classes. They're not 50 minutes. Generally, a grad class is about two hours and 30 minutes, two hours and 40 minutes. So, But nine hours is considered full-time. We'll dive into that. We'll talk about it. Dave Mahler gives us an update. What to expect from Austin Mack? We'll do that. Coming up next, T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
from the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. Breaking news in the NFL as multiple reports say that Antonio Pierce is finalizing a deal to become the full-time head coach of the Raiders. He had the interim tag on his title once Josh McDaniels was fired on Halloween. Pierce is expected to fill out a staff with the help of the guy who coached him in the NFL, Tom Coughlin. Again, multiple reports say the Raiders set to give Antonio Pierce the full-time head coaching job in Las Vegas. The Athletic reports Bill Belichick is the top choice of the Falcons to be their head coach. He has a second interview with the team over the weekend. The Bills will be without wide receiver Gabe Davis Sunday against the Chiefs. The Ravens are not likely to activate Mark Andrews from IR and play tomorrow against the Texans. That's according to the NFL Network. In baseball, the Astros and closer Josh Hader have agreed on a five-year, $95 million deal. ESPN, the first to report the news. The contract has no deferrals and does include a no-trade clause. Grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark, downtown Northport, under that Roll Tide Bridge. from Alabama Crimson Tide Football. It's brought to you by Alabama Credit Union. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. It's a Brian Hart Construction Friday. We'll take phone calls here coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll take those. Marty in Arkansas, Jason in Tuscaloosa. We do have one line available. We're reacting to a lot of stuff. Last week this time, we were learning a lot more about Kalen DeBoer, and we featured Dave Mahler. We wanted to learn about him. Now we've all been through this together because as UW is losing transfer player, Alabama's losing transfer player, we're kind of looking at it going, man, this pain is rough and it's real because everybody's kind of got getting your roster. Dave Mahler, top radio sports talk host out in Seattle. KJR, Dave Mahler, welcome back to T-Town. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, it sounds like all the Kalen DeBoer's players are hitting the portal. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I do. <laughs> There's more where that came from, brother. I got jokes upon jokes upon jokes. I'll be here all night. Well, we, I mean, you've got a radio show to do, uh, but we can, I mean, we can hang out for a little bit if you'd like. I mean, uh, yeah, I got to be on the air and I got 55 minutes, pal. Actually, I got about 45 minutes for a crosstalk, so we're good. Okay, okay. Uh, but in some ways, you guys are going through the same thing we're going through. This rule yeah. needs to be changed, Dave. I hate this darn thing. Well, here's the thing. So, first of all, uh, you're right. Arizona's going through it. Alabama's going through it. Washington's going through it. And when Jim Harbaugh leaves Michigan, and he will eventually leave Michigan, they might go through it as well uh, in Ann Arbor. And, and the thing that stinks is that the only team that you can take players from is a team that also lost their head coach. So Arizona players going to Washington, Washington players going to Alabama, uh, Alabama players are going wherever the hell they can go. I mean, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And I just think it's, 
it's too much movement in college football. I mean, imagine guys at the end of every NFL season, like Pete Carroll just got let go by the Seahawks a couple weeks ago. Imagine Pete Carroll letting go and every player on the Seahawks roster is available now as a free agent. I mean, it's silly, right? It's, it, it's insane. So you can't have any continuity uh, like this. There's got to be something done uh, to keep uh, you know, things under control. I got no problem with the players having freedom. I think what you do is you pay out, you, you start paying these guys, you know, you, you, you give them four year contracts and say, we're going to give you a share of all the football related revenue that we get here at the program. And in exchange for the money we're paying you, you're going to sign a four year deal. And that means if a coach gets fired or a coach quits, you're not going anywhere unless we let you out of your contract. So uh, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. This is just chaos right now. Well, and, and I almost think about, you know, when players' rights and all of this, uh, because if, you, if you're if you Georgia, let's say you go out and you get three or four of these wide receivers to come in, then is it fair for those wide receivers? Maybe if you take a guy in the portal, then your portal opens for four or five days. I mean, if all in the name of player right. rights, let's open up the portal, right? You take a player, then you got a five-day window that your portal opens up. Players yeah. can leave in a certain position. Yeah. Well, and look, I, I got no problem with player rights. I got no problem with player freedom. I think it's great. But if we're going to do this, then you need to have some semblance of organization. And there's no semblance of that whatsoever right now in college football. I mean, the fact that Washington has to allow their guys just to walk out of here. Um, and again, they can only take players from other schools that lost a head coach. So, you know, UW's, UW's only real options right now, uh, Ryan, to fill their roster our players from Arizona and anybody from Alabama, if they can get somebody from Alabama, I mean, other teams can take whoever they want, but Washington can't go around and start taking players from other schools that still have a head coach. So it's a very limited field to choose from and it's completely ridiculous and it's got to stop. But Hey, you guys got Austin Mack, man. Montlake Mack is now Austin Alabama. So good luck with him. All right, let me ask you about Austin Mack. I know Will Rogers was coming from Mississippi State to UW. Where yep. was Austin Mack in the quarterback competition there at UW if Kalen DeBoer stays? Right. So he showed up here. He was only 17 years old when he came to campus, and he was going to likely sit behind Will Rogers for one year and then be the starting quarterback in 2025 with three years left of eligibility. I mean, he's a, he's a friggin' giant. I mean, you saw the picture I sent you. Yeah, I know you put it on your Twitter account as well. He is an absolute giant. The guy's got a cannon for an arm. He's an athlete. He can run. He's, he's a physical freak. He's a specimen. Uh, I was really excited, man, actually, to see Austin Mack on campus here in about a year or so from now. But that's the reason why they went out and got a one-year player in Austin in, uh, in uh, Will Rogers instead of a two-year guy like they got in Michael Penix because they knew if they went out and got a two-year guy, that Austin Mack was going to transfer somewhere else. And now he transfers somewhere else because Kalen DeBoer quit. So um, I think it's a big blow for Washington. Right now, UW does not have a scholarship quarterback on the roster. They're waiting to see what Noah Fafita does at Arizona. Will Rogers was at the team meeting on Sunday night when Jed Fish introduced himself to the team. So he still is in the mix. Uh, but Austin Mack is a good one. And he was going to be a two- or three-year starter for UW starting in 2025, and I'm bummed out to see him go. I want to ask you about Michael Penix as quarterback development because you, you hear Michael Penix coming in from Indiana. You, you say, okay, watch him develop. How did you see him take that next step under Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb? Right. Uh, he was an, he was, 
unreal. I mean, he became a potential first-round draft pick under Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb. I mean, part of it was the offensive line. and did a great job protecting him in Seattle. But if you watch the Sugar Bowl, uh, he also did a great job of getting away from pressure and, uh, you know, giving himself a chance to find people downfield. So the offensive line was giant. The wide receivers he had were obviously giant. Ryan Grubb is an incredible coordinator. Um, I don't even know if this is official. Is it official yet that Ryan's going to Tuscaloosa? Is that done? Well, I don't think we've got an official press release, but uh, do you know something different? Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I know he was talking about Alabama and maybe potentially some opportunities in the NFL. I think at this point, I would, I'd expect him to go with Kalen uh, to Tuscaloosa, but um, obviously that hasn't been done yet. There's this rumor going around, by the way, that Troy Dan and the UWAD is holding off on accepting the buyout money from Alabama, and that would keep Alabama from being able to announce their coaches. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. Repeat what you said, Dave. Yeah. Say it one more time. Let's make sure I understand it, because I haven't heard any so of that. Apparently, apparently Troy Dan and the Washington AD is delaying accepting the buyout payment from Alabama. So that, for some reason, would delay Alabama's ability to announce who their coaches are. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't I've heard, heard any heard of that. that. No, I haven't heard any of that. None. Yeah. Well, you might want to look into it, pal. But I mean, nothing. Super sh- secret sources. D- Dave, nothing shocks me in college football. Nothing. Nothing of anymore. Course. I mean, well, I used to be like, oh my lord, what a crazy story. Not anymore. Have they uh, have they announced any coaches yet down there? None. Zero. Yeah. There you go. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's a reason why, right? Like Washington has already announced the entire offensive staff for Jed Fish uh, coming up from well, Arizona. To, to uh, be Jimmy fair, Thorne, to be like fair now I'm not sure if they'll change on the Kalen DeBoer system, but generally when, when all, because we, we go through changes down here like crazy, we would only get one email, and it was after the Board of Trustees approves it, and then you would get like some kind of generic email. So we were always kind of slow to the occasion there. So I wouldn't really overreact. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But still, but, but, but Ryan, the fact that not only has it not been announced by Alabama, it hasn't even been leaked by anybody. I mean, I'm not seeing anybody in the media even reporting that there's going to be uh, a, a, a guy hired. You know, I mean, look, I know that Jamarcus Shepard, Ryan Grubb, Scott Huff, all those guys, if you put a gun to my head, I'd say all three of those guys are coming to Alabama uh, to work with Kalen DeBoer. The defensive staff, I don't know. Chuck Morrell, William Inge. Uh, William Inge, uh, who's the linebackers coach and the co-coordinator on defense, and Anoki Brechterfield, who was uh, Kalen's defensive line coach, both those guys were at the press conference for Jet Fish on Tuesday. Okay, So I have no idea what's happening on the defensive side of the ball. I'd be fairly surprised if those guys were not following Kalen, though, to Tuscaloosa. So it's only a matter of time, and at some point you'll hear about it. I just find it interesting that here we are literally a week later and there hasn't been any announcement by the school, and there hasn't been any even media report on a guy coming to uh, to his staff. It's wacky. Well, I mean, there, there's some media reports out there. It just, uh, like Pete Thamel's reported, uh, multiple guys, the, the defensive coordinator. I mean, you get a lot of position coaches. you got the young man from Buffalo that's coming in. Maurice Linguis is coming in. But nothing official from the university. I mean, I just went to the official right. website. They only have one coach that's listed on the entire coaching roster on the official RollTide.com website, and it's Kalen DeBoer, right. head coach. Everybody else. Right. And yep. the support yep. staff has also been cleaned up, too. I mean, he's he's 
moved a lot of those guys out. So maybe they're just trying to get one universal email because it's it will be gigantic when they send it out. Yeah, whatever. I mean, those guys are coming at some point. You're going to like Ryan Grubb. You're going to love working with Ryan Grubb. He's a phenomenal dude. Jamarcus Shepard's awesome, great guy, phenomenal wide receivers coach. What he did for McMillan and Roma Dunze and Jalen Polk is sensational. He's a great he's a great interview. I mean, I hope that you know Kalen is allowed to have his assistant speak. Maybe they shut her down. He's you allowed. Know, maybe you guys... He's in charge, Dave. We want him. Well, to... right. You told us this last week, and it, it rang true. Yes. We want Kalen yes, DeBoer be to him. be Kalen DeBoer. Yes, but is there some is there some dolt in the athletic director's office? Is Greg Byrne going to tell Kalen DeBoer don't let your assistants talk? Is some highfalutin big time donor mucky muck billionaire going to tell Kalen DeBoer, hey, this is the way it's always been done. We don't let our assistants Coach talk, Brown and neither would you. Did it that way, and we're going to do it the same. Is that going to happen? Lord, is that going to happen, or are you guys are you guys going to back off? and let Kalen DeBoer run his show the way he wants to run his show. And I hope what you just said. Because, Dave, you guys were allowed to go to practice. We hadn't been to yeah. practice in like four years. Yeah, well, and, trust and, me, you're not missing much. Well, I mean, we used to go out and watch one-on-one stretching, and I, I'd come out and I'd be like, exactly. did you see the way that defensive lineman stretched? He grabbed his toe. He twisted around. Oh, it was amazing. Well, that's the thing is that, dude, you know, they make you go up there and you can watch the first five, ten minutes. You can watch stretching. You can watch, you know, maybe some skeleton drills or whatever. Then they shut her down and you go sit in a room and you wait until the sports information director walks in and says, OK, here we go. Let's do some interviews. And I'd rather be on the golf course, man, or sitting at a bar uh, than doing all that nonsense. So, Look, I get it. Yeah, you guys haven't had a chance to do that in a while. It's going to be fun, but uh, to, to me, no thanks. I, I'd rather just say shut the whole damn thing down and let me know when I can show up and talk to a couple of the guys for the pregame show on Saturday. All right, so here's where we're going to be completely honest, which you do. 93.3 KJR out of Seattle, the afternoon PM drive host. We're talking to Dave Mahler right now, a.k.a. Softy. Put your Kalen DeBoer goggles to the side just for one minute, Okay. If you're questioning success in Tuscaloosa, give me your concerns of things that you say Kalen DeBoer will be successful in Tuscaloosa by doing what? He's going to be successful in Tuscaloosa because he'll be able to motivate people, uh, excuse me, motivate people to fill the NIL coffers down there in Tuscaloosa. He's going to make everybody around him, including donors and fans and media, feel like they're a part of this. He's going to make everybody feel like they're important. He's going to make everybody feel like they're energized and they want to be a part of this whole thing. Um, not that people aren't energized already. I know you guys are lunatics for Alabama football. You love oh, Alabama God. football, but I think, hey, I think we're I think 226 gonna, days away. I mean, yeah, yeah 226 I days. I, I mean, it's yeah, time for us to Kalen get DeBoer serious around make, here. Kalen DeBoer is just calm down, Sparky. Just relax. Okay. I know you're excited. He's going to make everybody feel like they're a part of this. And that includes the media, right? I mean, you've met him briefly over a text message. He's phenomenal. He's a great guy to I work with. I wasn't going to tell people just, that, Dave. Well, I just told him. Okay. You Ryan, did. You Ryan did. has DeBoer's. Ryan has DeBoer's number. Everybody. By the way, hey, I got a text message. Can I tell you who texted me? Who? Let me, let me tell you something. What's the uh, 
What's the name of the uh, Alabama uh, site, the uh, news site down there that you that you guys use? Oh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Which one? Like uh, the Rivals or 247 uh, Sports or? Uh... No, it's, it's something else. Oh, what? here it is. Can, 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 I mean, I just, you want me just to tell you who texted me? Yeah, sure. Why not? Some guy named, uh, some guy named Matt Stahl. You know him? I don't. I don't. Matt Stahl. What does he want uh, you to do? Saturday, connect? Last Saturday, I saw the it's Matt Stahl. I'm an Alabama beat writer at AL.com in Tuscaloosa. Okay. I'm, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm just reading you the text. Hang on a second. Okay. He says, I'm having trouble tracking down DeBoer's cell phone number and was hoping you could help me out. He really like, what? And you don't even know this guy? I have no idea who he is. And I said, I said to him, and I think that you would think this is appropriate. I said, I can't give it out without asking him first, which is fair, right? Yes. And he wrote, no worries. Thanks anyway. Okay, man. I mean, is that, what, <laughs> is that how you guys roll down there? I mean, I had to send a message to you and Kalen to introduce the two of you. And I asked Kalen, I said, look, man, I got a, I got a good buddy of mine. He's, he's kind of like the softie of Alabama radio which means he's a really good-looking And dude. what did he say last night uh, on the message? He goes, I don't know if the world can take two softies. That's right. That's right. But Kalen's a great guy, man. He's an odd. Just give him a chance. Hey, look, I mean, I, know I these owe you big kids. for this. I mean, do you realize this? I mean, what do you, what do you want in Has return? Has he been on your show yet? Have you had him on the show yet? We, we talked on a – I dropped you off the group message, and him and I continued that for another 30 minutes last night. But anyway, you – I mean, since you let the cat we'll out of the bag. I can't, wait. I mean, can't wait to hear him on your show. Yeah, we're going to gonna be a lot of turnover, right? There's going to be a lot of turnover, Ryan. A lot of guys will come and go. I know that there's recruits and stuff in the portal and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, what the, do I owe you for connecting me with Kalen DeBoer? I mean, what do I – I mean, Dreamland Ribs, what do you like? I mean, you want a steak uh, from how about, here? How about Saban's number? I'll text it to you. Done. Seriously, I'm not joking with you. I mean, I owe yeah, you. No, I owe fine. you. I owe yeah, you and he didn't change it. About, uh, he didn't change uh, it. What else do you way. want? You want uh, you want you want Austin Max number? You have Austin Max number? Of course I do. <laughs> we, and and for those who don't who know, you want for those for those who you don't, want Jamarcus Shepard, you want Scott Huff. I'll just give you the whole damn coaching staff roll the decks, man. You can have it all. That's perfect, and I'll I'll trade you for Nick Saban's number. Would he answer the phone if I just cold called him? Uh, if you text him, he will. Hey, how about I call him up? Hey, Nick, it's Ryan Fowler. How you doing, man? <laughs> he he wouldn't know me, He wouldn't know me from Adam's house cat, Dave. Oh, bull crap! No, he doesn't he wouldn't. know who you are. You're no. telling me that Nick Saban doesn't know who you are, Dave? I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, <laughs> Nick Saban probably got ten words to me in seventeen years. He doesn't. He doesn't do the okay, small wait talk. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. 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 Just. 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 Just a second. Let me ask you a question. Do you guys have a text line there at the uh, at the radio station? We we just have an app where you can communicate with us via the app. Yes. Okay. Right. You guys are you guys are we're old school. Yeah, we are. That. We are. Yeah. That's ridiculous. What's the name of your producer right now? The person running the show Noah right now. Noah Haynes. Noah Haynes. Can is is Noah allowed to jump on the mic yeah, and talk sure, to us? Sure, Noah, jump on in. Hey, here. Noah. 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 Let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you do you do you believe that Nick Saban has no idea who Ryan is? That's what he keeps telling me, but, I mean, he, they were just here talking last night. I don't know what I'm supposed to believe. Do you buy that, Noah? Do you really buy that, that Nick Saban does not know who Ryan Fowler is? I, I know mean, Nick Saban's people. I don't know Nick Saban. I promise you. Wow. 
Uh, Dave, it is so different covering. And I never let that impact the way that I covered. But, I mean, I don't know if Nick Saban, like, I, I, I bet if you walked up to him and said, hey, do you know who Ron is? I I doubt he would even know. But I think you could say the top Short reporter. Guy, beard. I, yeah, I could, I, you could say the top reporter. Uh, he just did not have that relationship with media. He didn't I have, don't know. I mean, I last think, night when, 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 when Kalen is texting me back, Dave, I'm looking at it going, yeah. am I going to have to go run laps for this? You might. I mean, well, am I going to have to do push-ups? I, I mean, they're going to put me in the seven camp or something? Yeah, if you went to Saban and said, hey, Nick, Ryan Fowler, short guy, beard, <laughs> Looks like a bowling pin. You know who he is. I don't know it. Yeah. But I got his number. Uh, If you want to to call Nick, I mean, I owe you. Send it over. All right, what else you got to give? I got to go to the studio. What else do you need from me? No, I think you've covered it all. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I think you've you've knocked it out of the park. I just really, I wanted a therapeutic session because you're going through it. We're going through it. It's tough, man. It's tough. Well, there's one answer, man. There's one answer for me. What's the answer? Tito's vodka. <laughs> Plenty of vodka. I don't drink, but I do half and yeah, half that's, tea. That's, is... that's your problem, man. You're missing out, big boy, big time. Softy, have a great show, man. We appreciate you. I right, well, Hey, we'll talk in a couple hours. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Dave Mahler. Listen, I, I did. Last night, I looked out at my phone, and it was literally... I mean, Mahler just told the whole world, so I might as well uh, confirm it. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was really awkward. It was. A little strange. A little strange. Like, hold on a minute. Is the head coach at the University of Alabama really sending me a text message? Yeah. That was all on Dave Mahler. So, I owe Dave, I don't know, Dreamland Barbecue. I don't uh, know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. It was, it was unique because, uh, you know. But like I said, they'll probably send him through, uh, you know, butthole uh, training here. He'll he'll be like not allowed to be himself. Like I gotta be, I gotta be this. No, no, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You don't talk to those people. Those people are nasty. That may be coming. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide one hundred point nine twelve thirty WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Alabamians should prepare for another Arctic blast. A hard freeze warning and wind chill advisories in place for portions of Alabama. Find out all the information by logging on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And also another Alabama football player has entered the transfer portal. Keep up to date by tapping our free Tuscaloosa Thread app. And Tuscaloosa's Harrison Construction Company is kicking off 2024 with four new faces on their leadership team. Find out who they are now at TuscaloosaThread.com. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. What's 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather? The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze clear with a low at 15. Tomorrow is sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
26 days away from Alabama football. Brought to you by Alabama Credit Union. I do remind you about Nuke's Eatery. If you're looking for a great salad, sandwich, California-style pizza, close enough that you can smell the championships. It's our good folks right there at Nuke's Eatery. Joel Bromfield, Dave Mahler, knocking it out of the park, even though he let our secret out of the bag. See, I wasn't even going to tell the audience that. I, would, I, I wasn't going to. And look at Dave. He walks in. Literally, I mean, it was kind of awkward, though. It, it was strange. I mean, looking down and going, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. And uh, I mean, and then, yeah, I mean, but it, it was it was weird because it's 17 years. We had that relationship with Sheila. Yeah. Obviously not the same. Uh, but I was a student assistant in the Mike Sheila office. So, I mean, it was kind of, we walked up the same stairs to, to go to work. So when you think about it as a student assistant, Coach Fram was much different. Uh, don't remember a lot of Mike DeBose. I mean, it was I was early. That was my first year in radio that he got fired. I was part time, part time uh, when Mike DeBose was fired. But uh, don't remember a lot about him. I remember the Penguin clap, clap right? I mean, Mike DeBose had the uh, had that down pat. Uh, but I remember Coach Fran uh, very. Coach Fran used to do an off record conversation where we would go to his house and you could ask him anything, everything, as long as it was off record. That was unique about that. And I think Mike Sheila even continued that as well. Uh, let's continue here, 205-342-9904. Let's go Jason Tuscaloosa. Jason, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. How about you? Who he is? I'm good. And I hope you're having a great day too, man. Well, I'm good. I thought the key to uh, a conversation was you had to have Cedric's number. Hmm. Well, I can't. I, I guess now since Nick Saban is retired, I guess I can officially say it. Uh, I'm a hunting buddy with Cedric. I mean, him and I hunt together. So mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah, know if. Uh, I mean, now we got the cat out of the bag, and not I can't do push-ups. Uh, I've known Cedric for a mm-hmm. long, long time. Cedric is as class of an individual as you will ever be. Yes, around. he is. Um, yes, he, he is. But the next is, time you see him, the uh, next time you see Cedric, yeah, we got a big rabbit hunt next week. Him and I, and a few okay. others. Well, yeah, I got so. him. I got an inside joke that goes back to the Stallings days. Okay. Ask him where his picture is. And it's a, if he doesn't remember, just remind him about a certain catch in Auburn by a receiver by the name of Brown. And he'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway. And, and really, Cedric has, has been the glue that has helped uh-huh. Nick Saban in that transition. And I don't know what, what his role is going to be, but uh, Cedric is an, has been an asset to that university. Um, I know Cedric on a, on a, on a personal level uh, that, you know, that we, we, we hunt together. So, but um, Cedric is a... Is I love Cedric. A, let me tell you something else about Cedric, and I aggravate Cedric about this all the time. Cedric may be one of the best cooks. Sorry, Brett Garner at Southern Owl House. Um, okay. <laughs> He may be one of the best cooks in Tuscaloosa. Uh, he can absolutely throw down in, in the kitchen. Uh, if you ever get a chance to taste some of his catfish, I, mm-hmm. I swear, we, him and I could go in business selling catfish. He is at the hunting lodge that we go to. Um, mm-hmm. He normally is the guy that gets in there in front of the stove, and he can absolutely cook it up. No doubt. Amazing. I know, Amazing. I know of what you speak of. Yes. Yes. And uh, he's a great hunter, too, by the way. Uh, he, oh, yeah. He has fun. He has fun. 
Cedric's a great guy, a great man. Excuse me. He is. And he'll fool you on his age, too, because he doesn't look a bit yes, over he 40. He doesn't look a bit over no, 40. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, he doesn't. He, people, a, people don't really realize how long he has been there. He, Coach Brian hired him at the University of Alabama. That's right. Yeah. He was hired by Coach Brian. So He's given a lot of great years to the one. University of Alabama, man, and I'm no he good. He has. But, you know, I've never asked him one thing about Alabama football because it's like, you know, hunting for me is an escape to get away from sports. Mm-hmm. We don't ever bring exactly. it up. We literally never bring it up. You don't want to talk shop yeah. while you're out doing things. You I mean, we're talking about, hey, did you see that eight point over here, over here, over here? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So, But on to the football part, you know, and you know I've talked about this. Think of it this way, everybody. You know, competition brings out the best in everybody. Every position is wide open now. That's the way you have to approach it. You're coming in. And I've been through transitions in, in private life and business and, and in my own personal journey. Things change. A lot of people get moved out. A lot of people, new people come in. But the one thing is everything is wide open. So this is an opportunity for us to build this team back with the best that we can get. If they want to leave, I don't blame them. Leave. I understand the, the, where we are in college football today. I don't like it. Uh, you know, there's some guardrails that's going to have to be put in place. But hey, everything is wide open. After spring ball, things are going to change. It's got a big recruiting weekend. It's going to be all right. And we're going to get the best people to wear that crimson jersey when we kick off against Western Carolina. I think when it's all said and done, Coaching staff is going to be better from 1 through 11. I'm not saying it was top-heavy under Nick Saban. But I'm going to say this, and this this hurts me to say this. Some of these coaches, assistant coaches here, couldn't coach a lick in Tuscaloosa this past year. I will. They were not Alabama quality. And that was the alarm clock that woke Nick Saban up and went, I can no longer get these guys. Look at right. look at the clowns I've got on this coaching staff. Are you serious? What what is mm-hmm. what is this? What is this? I mean, he literally told Reese Davis. He goes, "I had to spend a lot more time. It wore me out." Uh huh. He said, "I'm literally tired. I don't bounce back like I used to." No. But it's 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 a new day. So let's let's let all let all that us settle. Get the people in here. Get the staff. We're going to be all right. It's going to be a rebuilding process, but it's a new process. And we're going to get the best that we can get. And it's going to take, we may have, hey, we're going to have to take our lumps. Everybody's running now and poaching. But, you know, funny things may happen in a few days. We may be able to poach too at certain places. There we go. And we're going to be fine. So let them, let them go. Hey, make your money. Go play where you think it's best. What do you think the Austin Mack um, adds to this? I think it adds a big dynamic, and I think it also may be sending a message to the current starter that you may not be up to snuff to what we want to do, but if you want to be a part of this, you're going to have to compete, and you're going to have to make leaps and bounds going into next year to be able to run the offense that we have. And I love Milrow, I love his attitude. I love the I love the kid. Well, young man, but it may be you don't fit what we want to do. So you're going to have to compete and prove it. Because, like I said, everything's wide open. 
all the way down from the water boy up to the starting quarterback. It's all new. Everybody's got to compete. There we go. All right. Jason, anything else, man? No, man, you have a uh, good... I mean, I don't understand uh, you know why that word competition is so bad. Because we live in a society today where competition is declared bad. You're entitled to it because uh-huh. you are there. Okay. okay. You hear the word, you know, we live in a society today where merit doesn't, is not counted on. People don't look at merit or you've earned it. I would invite competition because it gives you a chance to prove you are the best. And if I get beat out because I'm not the best, I'm okay with that. But we live in a society today where it's a, I'm entitled to it because I'm here, not because I earned it. And if you really are a competitor, and if you want to be the best wherever you're playing, you want that competition. You want to be able to prove it against the best. Fair enough. Jason, thank you so much, man. See you, man. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls coming up. It's a free-for-all Friday sponsored by Brian Harden Construction Tide, 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Well, TGIF to you, and we are getting off to a bit of a complicated start. Now, I will give you the not-so-good news and then the good news. Skyland Boulevard, southbound at McFarland Boulevard. We got a fender bender, and it's running its course there, so they're on the way, or so clearing that out of the way. However, you do have a crash that already cleared. Highway 43 southbound at Flatwoods Road. You're all good to go now. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association. AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama and the pros right here on Tide 100.9. To let me know Should I stay or should I go If you say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time 
Blue Spring Living Water. When you think about our folks right there up in Blunt County and uh, you think about Blue Spring Living Water, it is bottled right there at the source. It's in Blunt County, Alabama, which is about an hour north of Birmingham. You'll find bluespringlivingwater.com and Numo, which is the oxygenated uh, beverage that they're able to choose, uh, announcing Numo, oxygen spring water, which is uh, one of those that... You know, we know that oxygen is the number one healer, and you can increase the amount of oxygen that you intake. Uh, the hydration side of things, I know we have our water delivered. Uh, a home and office, home and office, Waterway of Birmingham, which is partnered up with Blue Spring Living Water. Uh, you could buy it at Piggly Wiggly. You can buy it at Publix. Mark's Mark is where we prefer to purchase it at. Uh, but we also have it delivered to our home. It is bluespringlivingwater.com. Blue Spring Living Water. Dot com And these are Alabama alums, by the way, that own uh, this particular business, uh, bluespringlivingwater.com. And I think if you go to the website and you see exactly how it's filtered and you understand the quality of water, 300 years from source to sip, pretty awesome. You can actually go down to the spring, and if you see the photo here, uh, beautiful natural spring with shockingly clear water. The spring is so pristine, you can see the bottom 40 feet down. It is Blue Spring Living Water. Let's go to Mar uh, excuse me, Alexander. Then we'll go to Marty. Uh, Alexander, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. Thank you for calling in. Well, Ryan, it appears uh, that you are quite uh, elated these days, uh, considering that you've been granted access to speak to the new head coach. <laughs> and I wasn't um, even going to brag on that i wasn't even gonna say that and then here comes my friend dave mahler um bam drops it thanks dave yeah well congratulations uh it was also quite interesting to hear that after 17 years that you've never had uh any or much of any interactions with our previous and, uh, and my conversation's not any different than the media that covers alabama I mean, wow. you, Cecil Hurt may have had a different relationship with Nick yeah. Saban, but from a local perspective, I mean, I'm not letting the cat out of the bag. Nick Saban just didn't have that type of relationship with the local media at all. Wow. That and, is uh, that's quite enlightening. <laughs> but it never impacted the way I cover him. I mean, I didn't. No. I mean, just because no. he was a butthole to me doesn't mean I have to go out here and treat him any different. I mean, he... he you know, that's just who his personality uh, was, and, yeah. and and that's okay. I mean, it, it, different people, different people. Uh, so, but it, it never, yeah. you know, I never let it impact the way that I covered the, the legend. Uh, but it was, it was unique. I mean, it was, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Um, but it was, he's a guy that doesn't do small talk. Um, you know, I was told yeah. that uh, he, he they pretty much coached the staff up in that building. Uh, if the guys over are cleaning the floor, uh, don't you dare call, talk to coach. You you just because <laughs> it it's two minutes wow. that if he stopped and talked with him, that's two minutes that he can't spend on recruiting. Yeah, he was a programmed right. individual. I mean, cross the bridge within the same time every morning. I mean, it's yeah, unique, hey, unique. I I, I know. You don't have a lot of time for me, so I have a couple of questions I would like to ask you. Uh, if, if you had to rate just the quality of the staff, I, I don't question the uh, coaching abilities of uh, of Kalen DeBoer, but 
the staff that he's been assembling. From a competency standpoint as coaches, comparing this staff to what we've had in the past, and if you had to give this staff a grade, what would that grade be on a scale of 1 to 10? I think it's going to be better than what Nick Saban put on the field in the last couple of years. Grade-wise, to be honest, when you begin to look at the quality of coaches, top to bottom, Mm -hmm. you're seeing a lot of development guys. And when you see head coaches at smaller schools walking away from head coaching jobs mm-hmm. just to come here, I'm sorry, Alexander, that grabs my attention. Yeah. So does it I, does it do is does it grab you the same way? Yeah, I mean, I I, I concur with you. Uh, we were over we were able to overcome our coaching deficit by having superior talent. And, you know, but it caught up with us once we faced uh, teams that were, I wouldn't say equally talented, but that had um, had assembled teams with a lot of high-level um, players who um, seemed to, <laughs> I, I just think that it caught us caught up with us a, a few times over the last uh, couple of years at LSU, Tennessee, and then, of course, this year with uh, with Michigan. Because uh, those guys, you know, even if they weren't as highly regarded coming out of high school, they were somewhere in the ballpark, and the development side of it gave them an edge over us, and our players weren't as developed as they uh, could have been where their potential was being uh, maximized. Uh, with that being said, my next question is, based on their recruiting chops, how would you grade them with regards to ability to the types of players that fans have grown accustomed to seeing our coaches recruit and being satisfied with those level of recruit? What would how would you grade this coaching staff, based on their track record, recruiting elite-level prospects. We're talking about uh, top 100 to 200 at worst. How would I grade this current coach? I think that's to be determined. Because yeah. now, Alexander, you're taking the Alabama brand. Yeah. You're taking the Alabama brand, and you say, well, Caitlin DeBoer, and that's no offense to Softy or anybody else who's from Seattle, but when you think yeah. about the Pacific Northwest, it's a long way from a lot of different places. Yeah, you got some mm-hmm. talent, but you don't have like you have here in the southern region. Now no. you combine. Winnings will solve a lot of problems. This may be obviously a big challenging year, but then yeah. when you look at what he's going to be able to showcase offensively, mm-hmm. I mean, run through the SEC. Lane Kiffin, a brilliant yeah. offensive mind. Look at how uh-huh. he's recruited to Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, it's Ole Miss. Yeah. He gets a, elite talent. Why yeah. is it? Because of the brand of ball that they play. Do, do you have any concerns, Ryan? I don't. I, I, I have a couple of concerns. Tell me, tell, me, tell me how. I mean, we can talk this out. I mean, maybe you'll convince me oh. that I should have a concern, okay? 
here's my concern. Kind of reminds me a little bit. I'm going back way back to like 1996. I'm thinking about like Kentucky basketball when Rick Pitino resurrected the program. Great level of success. And everybody looked on that bench and they saw Tubby Smith and they were like, wow, really great coach. You know, he gets it. Problem with Tubby Smith, he wasn't a great recruiter. And, but he actually thought he could overcome not having elite talent with being a um, excellent X's and O's coach. And it became the primary reason why he struggled so much thereafter after he won that initial championship with Rick Patino's talent. That's not to say that I predict that's what's going to happen here. But we also get that, you know, it's a relationship business. And guys like Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian, Kirby Smart, Dan Lanning, all of these guys, they didn't just come from the West Coast and were able to just go out and start recruiting players in the southeastern region of the United States. They were members of Nick Saban's staff, which gave them credibility to go out and and leverage the relationship that they were able to foster with coaches that Nick Saban had relationships with, which led to them being able to be successful with attracting talent to the University of Alabama, and then subsequent to that as they went on to other programs. What I was really hoping to see more than anything was, hey, bring your offensive staff with you. Bring people with you on the defensive side of the ball as well that you have relationships and they're familiar with. But to me, what was an imperative was that we needed to have at least two coaches on our staff that were prolific recruiters with some of the biggest, most successful high school programs that churn out these elite-level players year in and year out. And we have nobody on this staff that has those types of relationships. We've got guys on the staff that have recruited players to the Sun Belt Conference, the MAC Conference, but nobody. We're talking about two- and three-star players. And when you're talking about recruiting guys to the University of Indiana, that, that's where most of these guys come from. And University of Indiana was getting, like, two- and three-star players. But they did a lot of great things with it. But the Big Ten, top to bottom, it's nowhere near in the stratosphere with the SEC. And the Pac-12 is saying, you're asking these guys who are really good developers of talent to come into a shark tank. And you know when you swim with sharks, what's the most important thing to remember? They're maneuvers. You don't even know the maneuvers of these sharks. You don't have the relationships that these people have. And our fan base, we're not going to be patient. We're not. We're not going to be patient. You're right. We're, we're used to winning. And I'm telling you, two years, we're not in the college football playoffs. Rick but, but Alexander, is it is it fair to say that, and, and I'm going I'm to counter this with two different ways. You look at Nick yeah. Saban coming in from East Lansing to Baton Rouge. He didn't have a lot of Southern ties. But, yeah, but guess what? But, 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 but also recruiting staff. has changed, too. I know, but, but he had a coaching staff full of guys who played in the SEC. They had relationships in the SEC. They were young, you know, Will Muschamp and Kirby and all those guys, but they were Southern guys. 
And so they knew the they knew the the, the terrain. This guy's got guys on his staff that yeah they they can tell you which highways will get you from you know uh, one destination to the next, yeah. but they never recruited successfully elite level talent. And our fans are struggling with this right now. It's like, wow, okay, are we supposed to be satisfied? Well, I think they're struggling because there's a lot of people out here that are taking victory lap that Nick Saban retired. Um, And and I think they're aggravating the Alabama fans, and I think that's what's got them fired up. They need to to turn that crap off. Yeah, well, I I don't get aggravated about it. Because, I mean, I'm seeing David Pollack out here put out stuff. I'm seeing Danny Cannell. I'm seeing all these different Bama haters – that are just agitating this Alabama fan base. Turn the mess they're, off. They're, they're not haters. They're they're people who are envious of what Bama Absolutely. has Absolutely. Alexander, i got to get to break right quick. And, and what they struggle with more than anything is that for the rest of their lives, they will never see their program achieve a comparable level of success. In their lifetime, they are. there will be no you program it. that will supplant us from an all-time <laughs> national championship win standpoint. So it's not going to happen for any of their programs. I got to run, Alexander. I'm I'm up against this break, man. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Alexander, helping us out. We'll come back. Marty in Arkansas on the other side. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m., the Martin Houston Show. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show. That's right. We do it every Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. It's the Martin Houston Show, powered by Max Sports. I'm Martin Houston. And I'm Xavier Houston. Join us on Monday. We're bringing Kenneth Smith to continue to talk about Kalen DeBoer and the hire and all of the coaches and players he will be bringing in. Those conversations and more right here on your home for Alabama Sports, tied 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Don Wattis CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you've got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wattis CPA, 205-345-5595. 205-345-5595. Don Wattis, CPA, the official accountant of the game. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Ryan Fowler, short guy, beard, looks like a bowling pin. You know who he is. Kitchen Mexican food. If you're looking for a great entree, maybe it's a chimichanga, maybe it's a great taco, maybe it's the great fajitas, the pastor's dip, and also serving breakfast and knocking it out of the park. 
right there at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Let's continue here on a free-for-all Friday, sponsored by Brian Harden Construction. Marty, Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you? I'm doing fine, Ryan. I got a question. Everybody around Arkansas says Big Al's in the transfer portal. Uh, let me check. Uh, can someone check? Hold on. Hold on. Big Al's giving me a message. Let me let me see what he's saying. <laughs> he wants a 50-pound bag of peanuts. He wants a 50-pound oh, bag no! of peanuts. Well, we ain't going, we'll bring him some peanuts. He ain't in the damn transfer portal. Big Al, Ryan, Big people. Al, we're going to bring you 100 pounds of peanuts. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Marty, Marty, he says, yeah. Texas says 200 pounds. Can we go 250? Uh, you know what? Texas, Texas will have all on the hip peanuts. Oh, now Ohio Texas. State. Uh, look, look, look. Ohio State says we're going to give you 300 pounds, and 150 Whoa. of those pounds are going to be bulb peanuts. Mm. Uh, you don't want no ball, Pinnock. You mean, you know, but Ryan, being real, you know what? It's the media out there that's stirring up this thing, Alabama fans. This, these high, this, this high is a lot better than Bill Curry, than Mike DeBose, Mike Price, and Mike Shula. You know, I mean, I don't know what – he's won everywhere he's won. Now, he may not know the Southeastern Conference – but if you can coach, you can coach. I don't care where you go. He's a winner wherever, you know, you can say that about whatever. But you got to have a quarterback. You've got to have a quarterback. That's Does the quarterback make a coach or does the coach make the quarterback? Look at Roger Staubach and Tom Landry. Go all, all the way back with Otto Graham and, and, and Paul Brown. Go back with Bill Belichick and Brady. Does a coach and the quarterback go hand in hand? And he knew, and, and he's coming to Alabama following a legend. So he knew he had to win the fans right away. So he went out and got a quarterback that he would know. Now, if the other guy don't want to come into Alabama, that's fine. He's a chicken because he don't want to be in no competition. You come to Alabama, you got to be in competition. No one puts it on a silver, silver platter for you. you got to earn it. That's why we got championships. The, the good stick around, and we weed out the bad. Man, I'm, I, I'm getting fed up. I can't wait till spring practice. I can't wait, and I can't wait. Brian, you know, another, all the hotels for the Georgia game are sold out, and a lot of them are charging $1,900 a night. I can't wait till Georgia comes there. We send them back I-20. Riding, I don't know what they'll be riding. We there. might send them back walking. There you go. And they'll be fine, Kirby Smart. All right. Well, Marty, thank you, man. I appreciate you for being a part of our show. Yeah, I'm fired up. I enjoy the show. Hey, I can't wait till next week when you have all the all the storytellers on from 07 and 08. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we do. Fair enough. Thanks, Marty. And, and well, not, I'm not sure if we're going to do it next week. We're, we may do it the week after, but we're going to spend an entire week. And I'm already lining up a lot of those guests that are going to help us pay tribute to Nick Saban. No doubt. Thanks, Marty. Marty, Arkansas. We'll come back. We'll take Digger coming up next. J-Rob. Actually, J-Rob's in front of Digger. Uh, J-Rob will be first up, then Digger, and then Johnny Coleman, Alabama. 
Joey Tuscaloosa, and many others. Free for All Friday, sponsored by Bronhardt Construction. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. Breaking news in the NFL as the Las Vegas Raiders are close to finalizing a deal to make Antonio Pierce the team's full-time head coach. Pierce served as the interim head coach once Josh McDaniels was fired on October 31st. Multiple reports say that Pierce is coaching the NFL. Tom Coughlin will help Pierce fill out his coaching staff with the Raiders. More coaching news in the NFL as the Athletics says that the Falcons consider Bill Belichick their top choice to replace Arthur Smith. Belichick is going to get a second interview with Atlanta over the weekend. The Bills will be without wide receiver Gabe Davis Sunday against the Chiefs, but Stefan Diggs good to go off the injury report for Buffalo. In all 54 college athletes declared early for entry into the 2024 NFL Draft. The Astros and closer Josh Hader agreed on a five-year $95 million deal. In golf at the American Express, Sam Burns currently leads in second round play at 17 under. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Still dealing with the fender bender on Skyland Boulevard, southbound at McFarland Boulevard. Now this bank up is causing uh, some delays in the area, pretty moderate. And we're also dealing with the daily construction zone. So 2059 eastbound after Foster's Holly Springs Lane. You will find yourself tapping on those brakes. And McFarland Boulevard east and westbound near Lurleen Wallace Boulevard. That's also a construction zone. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with a low at 15. Tomorrow is sunny day. We stay below freezing all day, the high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Super busy day as we're following a lot of different things at the University of Alabama. This time yesterday, we were talking about a young man that we're learning a lot about, Austin Mack, 6'6", 230-pound quarterback transferring in. This morning, we learned that Julian Sayan, five-star, number one quarterback in the country, according to some, and the Elite 11 MVP says, adios, you guys have fun in Tuscaloosa. Either way, we're talking about it. It is a free-for-all Friday sponsored by Brian Harden Construction, ASME certification, I-beam installation, fabrication. If you're building for the ground up, let's build something together. It is Brian Harden Construction. He makes every Friday possible right here on the game. We say thank you. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. How about a Tundra? How about a Tacoma? How about a Forerunner? How about a Camry? How about a Corolla? You'll find those 
Camry Corolla, uh, Highlander, RAV4, and you can see all the pre-owned inventory. It is Tuscaloosa Toyota. We're also reminded we're 226 days away from Alabama Crimson Tide football. Every day at 5 o'clock, we run through the credentials of the University of Alabama. Just to remind those haters, this is why you hate. You ready? 18 national titles. 30 SEC titles. 147 first-team All-Americans. 77 postseason appearances. Nobody has more. 45 postseason victories. Nobody has more. Four Heisman winners. The NCAA all-time scoring leader and the greatest football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. The Kalen DeBoer era is one week old. We're reacting to a lot of things that he said. We're also taking a minute to welcome in the big five-star, Ryan Williams, into Tuscaloosa, as well as many other prospects. going to be a big recruiting weekend here in Tuscaloosa as we approach this late signing period, February the 9th. We'll see exactly uh, what's going to happen there as we work our way there. Uh, you think about uh, what Dave Mahler talked about earlier. We had Mike Farrell on earlier, had Brent Beard. Now it's phone calls the rest of the way home. And we go to J-Rob Montgomery. J-Rob, good afternoon. You're in the game. Happy Friday and roll tide, Ryan Fowler. I hope you're having a great Friday. I'm having a good day. Good day, man. Hope you are as well, man. Good to hear your voice. Sure, sure I am. Uh, you know, I've been kind of worked up about all these players, you know, Leaving, getting in transfer portal, um, you know, we've had some a rough couple of, couple of weeks of this going on, you know. So I, I've decided I'm just gonna not worry about any of that. If they leave, they didn't want to be at Alabama anyway. We can win without them. We'll we'll get players to replace them that want to be at Alabama. The guys that are staying, those will be the leaders of our team next year. Those guys will lead lead this team to. Uh, whatever we do get to, to be winners next year. Those guys that are leaving didn't want to be here. They just wanted to be coached by Coach David. So I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm not. I'm just going to let, have to, let it happen what happens and let our great coach that's just coming in do his job. And that's, that's the best thing that everybody can do, not worry about it. Well, you know, we'll certainly cover it. Um... I think what is happening is we have a lot of, a lot of people that hates the University of Alabama. They hate us because they ain't us. That's right. That's right. And so they're kind of throwing this agitator, right? This gasoline on the fire. Yeah. I, I think it's coming it, from them. They're creating the anxiety. Ooh, I hate that word. Mm. Mm. I do too. That's the, that was a catchphrase last year, year before last. It's a, it's a, they need to leave that word out. But, you know, we, we haven't even given this man a chance. I mean, the man just got here. He's barely got his staff hired and not even hey. got him listed on the, on the, on the uh, roster of coaches. Hey. Let the man get here and go to work. J-Rob. Let him do his job. Do you know Roll Tide Willie? You know, the guy that says, uh, I don't give a piss about nothing but the Tide. Yeah, yeah. He's found Ryan Williams in Tuscaloosa. He's found him. He's got him in his one of these shirts. Blitz, Bama, Blitz. Uh, Lord, how mercy. <laughs> I, well, you know, I mean, roll tide, Willie. Uh, I'm glad he's got some shoes on. I mean, you know, that that might give us, a, you know, the image that we have, right, barefooted. Ryan Fowler, 
short guy, beard, <laughs> looks like a bowling pin. Yeah, yes. I like that guy. That guy, the, the, that's the guest that you had just had on, right? Yes, Earlier? yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, Dave uh, Mahler that the, the, told the all the secrets. Yeah, yeah, that told all the secrets. We're trying to keep Steve private around here, and he just wants to come out here and spill the beans. Hey, that guy, I'll tell you the truth. He won't pull no punches. So that, I like that kind of guy. He's uh, he's he's uh, always trying to pull something on you, though, for some reason. No, he, and, he well, to... he, he remembers getting that butt kick by uh, Alabama back over in 2016. <laughs> That's where him and I first met over in Atlanta. We were at a... A banquet. I'll never forget it, man. I'm doing an interview, and all these UW fans, J-Rob, are around the radio table. And I didn't realize he said, hey, will you come be on my show? I said, sure, sure. I mean, we, we you know, radio's a big fraternity. I'd had him on before then. and So I said, sure, I'll go. I didn't know I was going to a pep rally. All these UW fans were circled around the table. And I'm having to literally tell them that Alabama's going to beat the dog snot out of them. I didn't know if I was going to come out of this pep rally alive. I mean, I'm at a pep rally, but I'm raining on their pep rally. And literally all these dog fans were, bah, 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 you know, they, they barking just like the Georgia folks do. And uh, that's how I it met Dave. It wasn't as bad Mom. as we thought it was going to be. I said, it wasn't as bad a I mean, meeting as we thought it was going to no, be. No, well, I mean, Lane was, <laughs> Lane was. Uh, Lane was checked out, man. He was in, he was down in Florida, wasn't he? He was at a he was at another level, and I can't tell you how he got there. Bama Nick could probably well, tell you how he got there. Well, hopefully he'll be up uh, that was a, a little bit later. That was a hidden secret right there, J-Rob. That's uh, a... <laughs> celebrating, celebrating his new job, man. One of these but days I, that I'm story just... will be told. I'm going to keep that one between me and myself. Okay, well that'll be that'll be one for the book. That'll be one for the book. Yeah, that'll be one for the book. But uh, I mean, all these people are uptight and worried about this. I donate money. This. We just need to let the coach do his job and see what fall, what fall, see where what what, what, who comes, who lives, who leaves, who stays, and and then and then uh, you can get worried about it at the end of next year. How about that? Okay. We can we can be concerned if we if we lose the first three, but but let's let's let let's let it go. Let's let it go there first. You know what I mean? But Jay, Jay Robin, in what's happened in the last three or four days, I, I don't really I'm not saying we blame anybody, but I don't know if I. This is just the new college football. It surely is. Every year it'll be like college ba- basketball, a new roster. Uh, you know how college basketball is? You got these guys, that, you got your one and doneers, then you got some that get in the transfer portal and transfer everywhere else. And it seems like Coach uh, Oates has got a new, he maybe have a two or three people that he keeps, but he has a new roster every year. And he's doing just fine. And I think we, I think, I think we got a good coach. He's won everywhere, everywhere, everywhere he's been. And, he didn't stay in Washington, but two years. How can you judge his recruiting on that? I mean, how can you get good ties to your uh, high schools in two years? You know what I mean? I hear you. Um, and and it's it's just you combine the Alabama brand, J. Rob. Yes, that's right. And I mean, Mike Shula recruited here. The guy from the guy from Michigan that, that recruited that class that just won the national title, 
big guy, he's got that guy that he was called him a general manager. What does he call him? Team manager? He does. That guy was in charge of the recruiting up over in uh, Michigan. So he's he's gonna be doing his job. I'm 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 not uh I'm not concerned about that. And Julian Salen? Yeah, Cor- man, Courtney Morgan's who you're talking about. Courtney Mo- Morgan, which is yeah. Brilliant when you talk about uh, Player Pro Morgan, by the way. And by the way, we're going to have to get Kalen DeBoer's Twitter account up. Um, we're going to have to get him up above 100,000, okay? We're the University of Alabama, okay? You, you know yeah. what I mean, J-Rob? I mean, we got to get him over 100,000. For those Alabama fans, um, and I amp that up, man. He's at 88.6. Surely we can get him above a hundred thousand. Surely, let me ask you this: Do you think Julian Salen may have been uh, hinted? Hey, you might not be because he wasn't recruited to to Washington. I thought, I thought I heard this. You know, and I looked through his offers. I know that Mike Farrell said that Julian Salen was recruited by everybody. I just looked up like fifty offers, and. Uh, and I'll tell you who, who I have an offer for him as far as his recruiting profile. Alabama, Arizona, Auburn, Florida, Florida Atlantic, Florida State, Georgia. What a time for uh, Georgia, Louisville, LSU, Miami, Michigan, Michigan State, the Missouri Tigers, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oregon State, Penn State, San Jose State, uh, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A&M, UCLA, USC, and Utah, and Washington State. I don't see where UW recruited him. He may he may have nudged him to the portal. He may have told him, hey, it might not be so good in our offense for you. So we don't know the whole story. But good luck to him. Thank you for being here long, the, the, the couple of months that you were here. I wish you the best luck. But, you know, you've got to go. you got to go. Same thing with uh, uh, Caleb Downs and all the other guys that left. Thank you for playing here. We we enjoyed you while you were here. No, Good luck in the future. But, I mean, Julian saying, um, you know, the previous coaching staff may have had a, you know, a couple of uh, promises and said, hey, um, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Those promises may have no longer been in place. He brought his man all the way from and up, it may be the simple. Great White Northwest. Sure. So, I mean, he, he's got, he already had a plan for that guy. So, maybe he's trying to fulfill that. But I know you got a lot of callers trying to get in. I'm going to get off here. I hope you have a great weekend. I know you're going to be in the woods. You're not going to be able to watch the playoffs this weekend, or you're going to be in the woods. Uh, let me let me let me let me look shivering. real quick. Let me see what time Dallas is playing. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, Dallas is not playing. I don't even want to talk about that, man. J. Rob, don't even oh, mention brother. that. I mean, hold on. I'm, God, I'm refreshing. No. What time is Dallas playing? Because I, I was going to. I was going to skip deer hunting just to go uh, there. Well, me, they're me. working out a they're working out a trade a buyout of uh, Dak Prescott's contract. They're trying to uh, find a team that will take him. Auburn wants a quarterback. <laughs> they can have him. You have a great weekend. And two and five. five. He's two and five. And J. Rob says, "Forget it." See, he didn't want to talk about Dallas. I mean, we uh, that scared him away. Digger, Digger. Good afternoon. You're in the game. Oh, okay. I think I don't think Digger wants to talk to us either. Get him the blank out of here. Go, Digger. Get out of here. He's a Texas guy. Alabama anyway. said no when Alabama needed him the most. Get him the hell out of here. 
Did I really say that the other day? I didn't know you Did, recorded I got it that. Oh, of course I was. Did you really record that? Everything gets recorded, Ryan. I didn't mean to say that. I was talking about the guy that turned us down, Lynn Schumann. The guy, that guy made me so mad. Johnny Coleman, Alabama. Johnny, did you hear that? Johnny in the house. Why I'm disappointed, Ryan. Why? I mean, because I said H E double L? I mean, what's happened to you, dude? Are you wanting to go in transfer portal? I mean, I don't know who would replace you, but I wish I wish we could play the front end of that because somebody called up asking me if Glenn Schumann would be a good fit in Tuscaloosa. And I said, no. Get him the blank no, out of here. I heard the response, and yeah. Plus, that son of a gun said no when Alabama needed him the most. Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> no well, one, no we one. We don't have to buy you two, 200 gallons of tea? No. I mean, if we do that, we're well, all in, right? But Glenn Schumann last year, when Alabama needed a defensive coordinator, his alma mater needed him. And he said, no, thanks. I don't hope. I hope he never gets considered around here. Well, yeah, I don't even not sure. I even know who he is. He's the defensive coordinator at UGA. Oh, yeah, he, he keep his butt over young. I mean, Nick Saban asked him, "Please, will you consider coming back home?" <laughs> oh, and and he said no. He said no. He said, no thanks. I, I don't I don't want to come back. So why should we consider him now for anything? Water boy? Exactly right. Yeah. Sweeping the trash up out of the parking lot? No. You yeah. said no to your alma mater. Get him the blank yep. out of here. Is what I, that's all I said. Out. I said, get out. him out of here. Put him on the road. Get him out. You just you know, I get it, right? You know, some people inner side, you know, we sort of get a little Overwhelmed, a little upset sometimes, and and we well, say I was, things I was, we really didn't mean to say, but we said. Yeah, I know. I feel you, Ryan. I've been there. I mean, that's the first time I've ever said H E double L on the radio. Well, I don't know if I've heard you cuss. Period. Since I've been calling this show, well, how long have I been calling it? Long now? time. Five, long six time. Years? I was ten. Because I, mean, I don't want Glenn yeah, Schumann around it. here. Get him out of here. But, uh, Right. I forgive you, Ryan. If that's what you need to hear, I'm just going to well, throw now, it out there on the now radio. Now my, my producer across the glass has absorbed the audio. The out of here. And, and he's just going to keep playing. I mean, listen, listen to Dave Mahler describing me, Johnny. I mean, listen to this. Ryan Fowler, short guy. Ryan, listen, listen. Hold on, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Hold on, hold on. Listen to this, Johnny. Listen, this is the way Dave Mahler describes me. I mean, you know me. Do I look like this? Listen to what he Ryan says. Ryan Fowler, short guy, beard. Looks like a bowling pin. You know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> you are Blount County, Ryan. I mean, I know the inner part of Ryan Fowler. <laughs> I mean, do I look like a bowling pin? What's that mate? me, Ryan? Does that mate? me the bowling pin? Short guy, beard. Looks like a bowling pin. A bowling pin. <laughs> <laughs> I need this guy. Johnny, I don't like you either. Oh, you liar. Right. Look, you guys behind the glass are using you. I don't know if you figured this out. 
These, this is stuff they're going to put in the Ryan Fowler archive. And then one day they're going to get rich off of Ryan C. Fowler <laughs> over this audio. I mean, I'm just trying to help you out, brother. You need to think about yourself. <clears throat> you are the man. Even though you look like a bowling ball. <laughs> you Short my beard <laughs> looks like a bowling ball. Short beard looks like a bowling ball. Pen. I mean, he hasn't seen me. I've lost weight, Johnny. I'm well, down to do with I looking mean, like a bowling, a bowling ball pen or whatever. Well, I know, but dead gummit. I mean, you may have big ones and little ones. I don't know. It's been a while since I bowed, so I don't know. Thanks. Ryan, I, I, I'm going to share some stuff that okay. a lot of people don't know about me. Oh, Lord. I'm a very huge, always have been since I was 13 years old. Auburn fan? Now, there was something that happened in 1977 that just the world turned upside down. And you may be, if you sit here and think for a minute, you'll see where I'm going here. I am a huge Elvis Presley fan. Elvis? Huge. Love this guy. Well, I mean, I've been watching a lot of stuff this week since, you know, the weather's been a little screwed up around here. A lot of things I didn't really know or was going on. Then I'm watching one of his Mentheus, Mentheus Mafia guys if a lot of you know Elvis, know who they are. They were his bodyguards, and, and one of them is Billy Smith, which is his cousin. And he's got a YouTube show. And just tell you about the fan base, Ryan, is where I'm going. You will not believe what hat and what team he pulls for from Memphis, Tennessee. Guess who that be, Ryan? Tennessee. The... Alabama. Oh. The university had a big old Alabama hat talking about the tide. And I went, this is a Memphis Mafia guy. The real deal, son. One play weave you heard Elvis, you're done. And his first cousin on top of that. That's still alive, I believe. Maybe only one that's alive. Maybe a couple more, but most of them gone now. But, but yeah, I just thought I'd share that. Well, thank it's you. pretty amazing where the fan base, I mean, it's unbelievable who wears the hat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool to see that. I'm sitting here watching this YouTube channel, and all of a sudden I'm like, so, dude's got an Alabama hat on. <laughs> Johnny, I want to ask something, okay? Were you mad at uh-huh. Nick Saban? Because, I mean, you've called, Kayla DeBoer's been here for seven days. Johnny uh-huh. called us probably every day for five years. He took about a two-year break, uh, maybe a year and a half. And now you've called well, like four times since Kalen, Kalen DeBoer has been hired, and you've uh, you, you have you you've been all in. Well, I'm trying to, Ryan, because I know I'm facing get real busy next month. Oh. So I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying. You know the deal. I talked to you about it. It is what it is, and we'll try to get a shout. But, but you know, the bottom line, I said it the other day when I called, I miss calling, and I do. You know, sometimes things happen that, not saying you're not important, but my family is pretty important. So, 
sometimes a situation. I got two things for them, you know. So, and it's hard when you know sitting on lawnmower to make a phone call and wait on hold forty five minutes because you are Ryan Z. Fowler now, you know. So. It's hard to do that, right? Well, thank you. Thank you, Johnny. It, it, it means a lot that you've uh, you've chose to be a part of our show. I mean, we, we owe you. Uh, Johnny, I got to well, run, I, man. I, I see here you are. You talked to this one guy 30 minutes while ago, and then Johnny called. 30 no, minutes? Who, right. did I, who did I talk to for 30 minutes? Oh, is it Marty or somebody? Who was that? Marshall? But no. The real quick, right? Okay, go ahead. Real quick. I mean, so, I'll give you an extra uh, minute. Jason, go ahead. Jason. Jason made a good point that I discussed yesterday. You remember our conversation yesterday about entitlement? Okay. It's really a shame that you don't really come for the university, but you come because you think you're entitled to play for Alabama. It should be the other way around. You'll be thankful that you're in this school, got that uniform on, and be a high-character person and player and earn what you're going to deserve. You got to earn it, Ryan. That's life. That's in everything we do. And I'll leave you with that. I ain't even got nothing. Always remember this. So, Ryan Fowler, just always remember this, I guess. Johnny Lenz, Elvis Presley, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was about as bad of an impersonation of Elvis Presley as I could possibly, because, man, we all missed it. Roll Tide Willie has welcomed Ryan Williams. you, You can't make this stuff up. I mean, Roll Tide Willie, Blitz, Bama Blitz, has welcomed Ryan Williams to town. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll continue with more. Let me remind you about Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. 1530 McFarland Boulevard. You'll find our good folks right there. Southern Owl House, and, uh, you know, they sent me some photos earlier. French onion noodle soup. Know this, that chicken enchilada soup was outstanding. Uh, when you look about dinner tonight, uh, great option there. French onion noodle soup. Uh, always some great entrees served right there. Lunch and dinner options Monday through Saturday, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. If it's dinner tonight, if it's lunch and dinner tomorrow, it's Southern Owl House. Eat Southern, be Southern. We'll come back. We'll take more of your calls next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Alabamians should prepare for another Arctic blast. A hard freeze warning and wind chill advisories in place for portions of Alabama. Find out all the information by logging on to TuscaloosaThread.com. And also another Alabama football player has entered the transfer portal. Keep up to date by tapping our free Tuscaloosa Thread app. And Tuscaloosa's Harrison Construction Company is kicking off 2024 with four new faces on their leadership team. Find out who they are now at TuscaloosaThread.com. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. I've got some good news for you on this TGIF. Skyland Boulevard, southbound at McFarland Boulevard. The earlier accident all cleared keyword earlier. And so now residual backups, none to even worry about. It's green for go in the area. Otherwise, we got some construction work, and that's ongoing. McFarland Boulevard, both east and westbound near Lurleen Wallace. You just want to watch out for intermittent lane closures there. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. Wedding or other important event. Join Town Square Media and Posh Occasions by Shariah for the 2024 Posh Wedding and Event Show. Sunday, January 28th from 1 p.m. until 4 at the Tuscaloosa River Market. Don't miss this opportunity to make connections with vendors who can make your dream wedding or other special event a reality. Tickets to the show are $20. Advanced tickets include access to the vendor show, drink tickets, swag bags. You can meet all types of event vendors in one place. The Posh Wedding and Event Show, Sunday, January 28th at the Tuscaloosa River Market. Get your tickets and more information at www.theposhshow.com. My doctor told 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly sunny this afternoon. Temperatures gradually falling through the 30s. Tonight, a hard freeze clear with a low at 15. Tomorrow is sunny day. We stay below freezing all day. The high 30. Sunday, sunny with a high at 42. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 38 degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9. Across the USA, then everybody be served. Excuse me, not former, current players tweeting out big news coming soon. Roll Tide. So I wonder what that's all about. Uh, we'll see. Let's go to Joey in Tuscaloosa. Joey, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Ryan. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for calling in, man. I, yeah, I'm just pushing it today. Like I say, it's always with work. But I, there's something everybody needs to relax. You know what? In, in August or September, we're going to have a football team. And we've got a good coach. <laughs> There's a whole you lot of mean we're going to play football, here. Joey, in 226 days? Yeah. My son keeps panicking. I keep telling him, relax. There'll be football. I think so. <laughs> and he's, but uh, I'm very pleased. I, hey, first of the year or this summer, my son said, if Saban retired, who did I like? And I named this coach. DeBoer. I didn't know much about him. I didn't even know his name. I just said the Washington coach has a good record, does a good job. <laughs> well, he, uh, when you think about doing more with less, um, a lot of things that great. you, yeah, a lot of things that you think about. And, uh, you know, when you think about developing talent, they do a pretty good job of developing talent. They may not get all the five stars. I think you'll combine that with the Alabama brand. And kids want to play in an offensive system who 
scores a lot of points, that features a lot of different players. Uh, that will sell itself. Been, right. There's something that's been said. I mean, a lot of people were complaining and saying, oh, my gosh, he and his uh, crew, the coaches, haven't recruited by in the SEC. But like I heard you say, uh, neither did Saban when he came down. He had to figure it out. Of course, he set the new standard, uh, but that's one thing. But the other thing is Alabama's a national brand now. Saban recruited all over the nation, the West Coast, up in the Midwest. So, I mean, all these, it's just, uh, you know, I'm not worried at all. This new, he'll, with uh, the name recognition with Alabama, he'll be getting a lot of good coaches. At least that's my personal opinion. I think when it's all said and done, when you look at this recruiting class, when you look at this coaching staff, and I thought Brandon Marcello did a really good job on the article. Uh, when you talk about one of the head coaches that said Alabama's going to get their chance, when this portal opens back up, can you imagine the – because you know, it has been depleted, right? Some of this roster, you've lost quite a bit. Joey, that just means you've got another scholarship to offer. That's right, but and there's a question I wanted. I was going to ask you to expand expand on all these these teams are taking. There's a lot of players who have left Alabama. The portal wasn't open, so where are these players going? These all of the no the portal they've yeah, gone no. to have to have open. I mean, oh, you're I mean, saying all the schools oh. where they've gone, like the ones who went to Florida State, five players. Well, if he didn't have those spots open, he's got to kick five off. Doesn't he? That's a good point. Um, so, when, like you said, in the spring, when it comes open in April, I mean, there's going to be players, and the other players are going, I can't trust my coaches. If someone good at Bama or Michigan comes open, they're going to kick me out. Well, and, and think about this, Joey. How long have you been at your uh, place of work? Now I've been 10 years. Okay. Nine years of this one. What if they hire somebody right off the street – and they pay you, pay them double what you're making. <laughs> I know, because I know what I'd, I know what reaction I'd have. I'd be, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. I've been here, here. I've been here, here. Is there something wrong with my performance? Well, what if you go out and get a Caleb Downs? Let's say he goes to Ohio State, because we know what the money. These kids read these stories. Chris Hummer said it would probably take a million bucks to get Caleb Downs. Mm-hmm. You go out and sign him. Does that bring static in your locker room? Because of his dollars. Um, but Bama's a national recruiting. Oh name. no, All I'm just saying. Sudden, I'm just saying. How do you manage that as a locker room? Going to be bitterness. At least I would think there would be. Yeah, you, you would think. So then, do they go get in the portal? Well, hold on. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Hold on. I mean, you're a five-star guy. I mean, at these high-profile schools that have got the money to be throwing it around, you really put yourself in a chemistry issue. That's oh, where, for sure. That's where we're at. I'm glad I'm not a college coach. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think this new the new coach, I mean, Saban was going, I mean, I'm not happy. I mean, he had good, he's got good years left, but he was going to move on at some point anyway. 
and we were going to have to replace him. But I think we got an excellent coach to replace to come in behind him. And uh, so I'm excited. And I, I, like I said, I had to call my son down. I go, relax. We'll put a team together, and you'll be shocked at how good they are uh, in August. I think when it's all said and done, they they will be just fine. Are they going to be Nick Saban? I mean, you got to remember Nick Saban, Tom Lemming, who's covered recruiting for 45, 47 years. He said Nick Saban's the greatest recruiter in the history of collegiate sports. There's nobody even close. You don't lose him and get better because there's not somebody out there that's better than he is. But if Les Miles can keep it running in Baton Rouge, I have no reason to doubt that Kalen DeBoer is not going to be able to keep it running in Tuscaloosa. Oh, for sure. So, well, thank you, Ryan. I'll let you. you get someone else. Roll tight. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to him. Right back to you. Thank you, Joey. We'll go to Digger in Louisiana. We'll go to Roy. Coming up next, we do have two lines available. If you want to jump in, uh, we'd love to have you at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. Tide, 100.9, WTBC. Your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor, 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. This is Scott Trout. Right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app.
Louisiana. Digger, good afternoon. You're in the game. What are you doing hanging up on me, man? No, 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 Digger. We went straight to you. You were the, You were not there. You were kind of like Texas in the national title. No show. Yeah, were you? <laughs> I didn't talk were smack you? all season. You did. I didn't talk smack. Yes, I you never did. mentioned the word. Oh, wow. buddy, don't even get me started. You threw around national championships. You said like when you came no here candy. and beat us that this was the year. This was the year. And by the way, no, I didn't say who that. took you down, Digger? Who took us down, you dub? Who was the head so coach else? at you dub? I don't know. Are you happy with this guy? We are. Are you? We are. Well, I got to tell you, we're 0 2 against him. We have something to work for. 0 2. Now, I am kind of perturbed about what he said. I mean, he said he lost the national championship because he didn't have a running back. Well, I could have said the same damn thing. We didn't have our running back. Twice. He's beaten us twice, and we didn't have our running back. So, But anyway, I think it's a good hire. Or you think it's a good hire? I like him. Come on, I'm being fair. I like him. No, I seriously, I do. Yep. I do. this smaller guy. Boy, is that a mouthy dude, huh? What do you mean? You don't like him? Ma- <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> you put you in your place. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, he said I, I was short beer ball once a week. And like a bowling ball. Or bowling ball peanut. <laughs> short guy, beard, looks like a bowling pin. You know, it's it's that tone that he has. I'm, uh, it's so obnoxious. I swear, I could listen to it all day. But here, I wanted to talk about this, about Julian. You know what's so damn about that whole thing is? He was on campus and he went into the portal. What the hell? Why? Why did he do that? I, I don't know. There, were, there was something about the waves on the Black Warrior River, because he's a Southern California kid. They told him that they were, he was going to be able to catch waves over here, like surf and... Uh, it's just not big enough to, to get up on the surfboard. I think we promised him something we couldn't deliver. So you were saying, like... It had nothing to do with a quarterback. He wanted town? to catch some waves, man. <laughs> what am I doing in this podunk town? I swear he was only there a week and he's out of there. He said, you guys what don't believe hell? in global warming? What do you mean? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he going, you know? Uh... Probably Ohio State's my guess, but I mean, I don't have any sources. Oh, listen, did you hear my fact about Bob? Yeah, we're this we're gonna we're gonna miss him. We already did. No, you not. Listen, Bill Hold O'Brien. On, let, me, let me get my piece of paper. Hold on, I'm supposed to read this every time I think about Bill O'Brien. We in Tuscaloosa wish you the absolute best in Columbus, Ohio. Oh yeah, I, I just... goes to New England. Four years with Belichick, right? All of those Super Bowls, he didn't win one Super Bowl with him. He's wrecked a bunch he comes of them. down there to Saban, and with all of those natties, he didn't win a natty with Saban either. This guy's going to drive Ohio State right off the cliff. I'm being dead serious about that. He's a horrible coach. He ran the Texans into the ground. Don't you think? I'm being serious. He's horrible. I don't even know why they hired that guy. 
But anyway, my concern is Justice Payne. Well, are you are you really concerned, Digger? I'm just saying. Hey, I'm not you're not here. concerned. Look, your program is a. You can't deny it. Your program is a house of cards right now. But I got faith in Gabor. You saw what he did at UW. Okay, you don't do that by accident up there. That town. Look, Seattle is a thousand miles away from everybody else, and he got talent up there. So you got to admit nothing to sneeze at. I think he's a good coach. I really do. Okay, well, I mean, I mean you sound like you're in you're on board. I mean, you're on the I'm on board until he plays Sarkeesian. And trust me, go look at that portal. We landed everybody this time. Is, We're going to uh, beat Georgia. Is, is Sark still having some of those issues? Those, those, those issues? Red Dominant issues, yes. Okay. But guess what? Mm. Think about it. October nineteenth, we will beat Georgia. When do y'all play? Uh, right after, right before you guys do. Oh, well, good. Why don't you beat them up a little bit? Uh, that's our plan. We want to help you guys out. We love you guys that much. <laughs> Thanks, Digger. Roll Tide. Later. We'll come back. We'll take Roy in Kansas coming up in a couple of minutes. Dalton, Ram, Ellis, many others. We'll wrap up the loose ends. Free for All Friday, sponsored by Brian Hard Construction, Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Well, TGIF, folks, it is Friday evening and we're looking good across the area, not dealing with any severe delays of a sort. So we've got the construction zones happening and in Coker, you want to watch out for this one on 82 East Founded Roberts Road. And then those intermittent lane closures, sometimes slow, sometimes not so much. McFarland Boulevard, both East and West Found near Lurleen Wallace. Watch for the detours posted. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm I'm Tammy Thomas. Townsend Nissan. With only 43 seconds remaining, facing a fourth and goal from the 31-yard line at Jordan-Hare Stadium, quarterback Jalen Milrow finds himself under immense pressure, scrambling to connect with Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone for a miraculous come-from-behind victory over Auburn. The jaw-dropping 27-24 result came on the 10th anniversary of the kick six. Daniel Moore is proud to announce 4th and 31, his upcoming oil painting featuring the now famous Gravedigger play. New Life Art is now accepting pre-orders for limited edition fine art prints and canvases of 4th and 31. See the preliminary pencil sketch for the artist's full color painting at danielmoreart.com. Pre-order your artwork now by calling 1-800-735-2787 or by visiting danielmoreart.com. You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn right back around about the paint spot. Locally owned and operated by Philip Williams since 1971. 
either location, 15th Street, close to Hardin's Bakery, also McFarland Boulevard there in Northport. The Paint Spot. The Paint Spot. Quality paint, expert advice. Quality paint, expert advice. And you'll find them open tomorrow until noon. Go over and see our great folks right there. Let's go to Roy. Roy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man. All is well. I hope things are great with you. They are. I just thank wanted to thank you guys. Uh, I ran across the station when I heard Saban retiring, and I was looking all over to get information. Uh, I had lived in Alabama for 13 years and didn't know about this station, moved up to Kansas and tried to find information about Saban. I found y'all, and y'all have some really good programming. I really appreciate it. I've been uh, listening to you all week long now, but well, just wanted you. to thank you for the programming. Well, we have fun, man, and it's authentic. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing is we're not haters, right? We're not Alabama haters. I cover right. the Alabama program. This is my alma mater. This is the team I grew up for. I don't think you can, you know, fabricate this, right? You you know, you no. either love them or you, or you don't. Uh, yeah. We do. It's, it's real, and, and I appreciate you're trying to keep people focused on the fact that, uh, you know, he was going to leave. And that's the thing is, is that no matter when he left, what he built up was almost insurmountable for anybody else to be able to reflect again. And, uh, you know, we should be as people so thankful for every year that he gave us. I mean, you know, if he had stopped at seven years, we should have been thankful for what we've done. But sure. now we have all of this. So, but, you know, we need to get behind our team. I mean, you know, are we fair weather friends or are we long-term? And if we're real fans of Bama, then we need to stick with what we've got here and encourage the other people to get on board and watch what's going to happen. And I truly believe this guy is a man of integrity. It's a word that you don't hear too often anymore when it comes to <laughs> pay for play and all of that anymore. But I just wanted to thank you again for the show and uh, wish you were up here. I'd give you some uh, some chicken marinara I'm cooking. I hear, you, I hear you like some good cooking every once in a while. So I've been known to eat some good food. I I, I like to uh, I like to eat. Uh... I'm, I'm a specialty in football and food. Probably more food go. than I'm football. But, uh, Roy, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, let's go here to Dalton. Dalton, good afternoon, Dalton. You're in the game. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Hey, good. Where are you calling us from, Dalton? I'm calling from Mobile. Mobile. Uh, thank I called you. you. Well, I called you last Friday, and I, I, I do want to tell you I appreciate how late you stayed up and working. <laughs> I know. That, I know that was a tough Yeah, that went seven you. hours. Went seven hours last uh, Friday. A little bit different. But, uh, hey, that's what happens when you hire a football coach. We don't do that very often. Yeah, no doubt. So I was a caller. You remember, I'm from Bayou La Battery, Alabama. And I know we uh, we poke fun at each other over that. So I'm from as south as you can get, Mobile, Alabama. That's okay. That's okay. Be proud of it, yeah. man. Be proud of it. No doubt. I just, uh, I mean, everybody look, wants I, to I make fun really of think... Alabama. You know, they'll take shots. Oh, this, this, this. You're just jealous, man. We live in a great state. Hey, we're the Bayou La Battery, Alabama is the seafood capital of the state. I don't know if you know that, but we're known for our shrimp boats and our shrimp boots and our seafood. Yeah. So well, I'm my, fr my friend Pee Wee lives down in Grand Bay, so he tells me about yeah, it often. He, he tells me you literally go right off the boat and literally bite off the boat. 
Definitely. Yeah. I know Pee Wee personally. He's a good guy. He's a, a super guy. Yeah. For sure. But uh, I was, I've been thinking, I, I was looking at that, uh, that Indiana, Indiana staff in 2018, and I know they, the record's not great. But I'm looking and I'm thinking that somebody along the way, and I'm not saying a statement, but somebody's smart because they saw a few, there's a few names in there, but I'm looking at David Ballou and Matt Rhea and how big of a deal that was. Huge. And what Tommy Moffat School the of, of there. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff that they were doing in the weight room, were, it was revolutionary. And then to have, I think we had Matt Rhea for one or two years. I oh, think you're talking about Dr. Years. Matt Ray. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, yeah. Ray, I'm sorry. No, I'm you're fine, you're fine. I thought you was talking about the yeah. new strength conditioning coach. He's from the Tommy Moffat School. Yeah. No, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm just looking at that staff from Indiana, and I'm looking because Womack was there. Um, I think Sheridan was there. Well, Sheridan's um, the guy that I was talking about, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just, uh, I, I think that maybe Saban looking back was like, man, they got something special going on there. And I mean, cause Kane, Kane Womack ended up being a, you know, a, down here in Mobile, South Alabama. And he's a, he's a heck of a coach. He really is. He is. Yeah. I've, I've and, heard some great yeah. things. I've been doing my research on him and trying to find out more. I've got a, I got one Alabama connection down there. that's kind of fed me on some things, but, uh, Hey Dalton, we're yeah. running out of time, but I'll let you have the final 30 seconds, man. Let it rip. Hey, roll tide. I want to give a shout out to my brother in law, Britton Sullivan. He works up there in Tuscaloosa. Oh, very cool. Planning. Where does he work at? Uh, yeah. It's actually, I, I don't remember what it's called, but he uh, he's kind of like the middleman for the, a lot of the sororities and st- or the fraternities and stuff up there. You probably know what it is, where it is. But um, okay. he, he lives up there. And I'm, I want to come see I want to come see you at some point. I'm going to be up there. I'm a football coach in Mobile at Satsuma High School. So I'll be up there in April for Sounds the clinic. Good. So I want to. Uh, want to go eat and maybe holler at you. Yeah, sounds good. I appreciate yeah, Dalton, it. I'm not hard to find, man, especially when you mention the word food. Thank you, Dalton. Have a great day. Ram McCullough, one minute. Let it rip. Go. Okay, Ryan. I had a question. How many of the youngsters from uh, UW are coming to Alabama other than that quarterback? You probably already told that. No. And, and, well, right now it's just him that's committed. But there's some uh, other guys. Um, Jabir Muhammad. Or Jabbar Muhammad, yeah, is is here. There's a tie, there's a center that's here. I think there's an offensive lineman that's coming, but it's a you know it's a big weekend. What about that safety they had our, our corner? No, that that's that's Jabir Muhammad. Okay, all right. Well, I couldn't remember his name. Oh, I wish you luck. You're going at a good time. I don't have anything but West Alabama spikes on uh, camera, so I'm I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm really struggling here. But I got to run, Ram. Thank you, man. All right, thank you, Ryan. You're the best. Thank you, Ellis. Final minute and a final end of 20 hours a week. Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, good afternoon. You're in the game. Woo, Brian Fowler. What's up, buddy? Oh man, it's a good day. Good day. Uh, did I it see is. you out throwing snowballs on Facebook? Did I see you doing that? No. Okay. Okay. You're not going to the transfer portal, are you? No, I'm okay. staying put. You promise? Yes. You see where true family. You know Roll Tide Willie Ellis? No, I don't. Yeah, the guy that says I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He met he met Ryan Williams, which is the uh, highly thought after. I seen it. Just seen it on uh, X. Yeah, X. See, that's a fancy uh, way to say it. I got 
I got nowhere to play that song by Steely Dan. That's a good song. Very good song. Well, we love it. I got to get winners. We're winners, Ryan. You got a name for all winning. the winners in the world. They call That's Alabama right. the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Look at him. Woo! Noah, tell me your brother uh, real quick. He hung out with us for four hours over there. Tell him Roll Tide. You're not going to say Roll Tide? I, uh, I'll say Roll Tide. Are you going to say Roll Tide? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Noah's uh, little brother hanging out with us. We had a lot of fun, man. Free for All Friday sponsored by Brian Hard Construction. Roll Tide. Noah, you got big plans this weekend? You got anything to do? Uh, not much. Just going to be watching basketball and hanging out. I thought out. you were going deer hunting with me. What? With you and uh, Nick Saban, right? Saban said he may not be able to make it, but somebody will. I mean, I, I promise you, if you hunt with me, we'll Ryan hunt with Fowler. some famous. Short guy, beard, looks like a bowling pin. You know who know he is. No, you got to delete some of that crap, man. All right. I want to thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, highway patrol. We thank you. We appreciate you. We salute you. We remind you that we call this program the game. And the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Tom. to the game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.